Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 155 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with the full In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What's going on, everyone? Kali, how's it going? Story time, guys. Just minding my own business at work today. Woman comes up to me. She's going to go, okay, so I need to buy these leggings because uh, someone broke into my house, stole all my jewelry, and switched my leggings from the high-quality ones to the low-quality ones. So I'm looking at it all weird. Then she goes on to talk about how the CIA is watching her. And how that AI is taking over the world. And then I kind of realized to myself, oh, this woman must be schizophrenic. So, uh, yeah, it, it was an interesting conversation. And uh, other than that, not smoking weed and living in Canada fucking sucks. It's been three days now and I'm just fucking like, I'm so bored. I'm so sober. It seems like I, it's like I put glasses on and things are more clear. This is not a good look. I've, I mean, I got to go back to China, so I got to piss clean. But like, fuck, guys. This is... Exactly. You're doing it for huh. the right reasons, Colin. You're quitting because you need to go back home to China. From the point that she said somebody swapped out her leggings, my guy, you should have knew that something was wrong. I don't yeah, think she had well, to get beyond I'm, that that statement for you to figure out well, that she went right upstairs. I mean, I wanted more information. I kept asking a new question, <laughs> and then she would reply with a new statement. Like the whole CIA is watching me. Oh, do you know what FTX is? I'm like, yes, it's the company run by Sam and Fried, the biggest pyramid scream of all time. And then she went on like, yeah. And I'm like, but what does that have to do with your leggings and the CIA watching you? And then she talked about how 8 million. I'm like, did you loot and invest in crypto? She's like, no. And then she went on about tangible and intangible. And I tried to explain to her like, yes, there's tangible and intangible. But when it comes to money and items, everything is based off perception. Our money is not backed by gold. Diamond is not is there's no value other than what people perceive. Gold is only a standard well, here, because they've traded it since the ages. Like here's the question though, Kali. Being that your mind's a lot clearer now, had you still been no, smoking? It's not more clear. That's would not that would would that conversation have been the same? That's my question. Yes, but I probably would have fucking been laughing a lot more. That's the thing. I've probably been laughing out loud instead of just in my head and then all right, fair enough. Well, clearly she has the main some mental, thing is, mental issues, mental health issues. I, so I, I can't put up with a lot of these people's bullshit half the time though in the store. Like I'm about to cuss people out now. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm <laughs> I'm quitting in two months. Get Kali a blunt. <laughs> uh, more than that, I smoke like six a day, dabs, everything, man. Uh, you'll be all right. I know the first few days of the hardest. Just fucking sucks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. First week or two is gonna be rough. You'll be right though. Moral of the story here yeah. is weed or no weed, he's still long winded Kali. <laughs> Thank you. Juan, how's it going? Just save everybody some time, but hello. I did not run into that lady. <laughs> and Rich, how's it going? It was good. <laughs> this week we're joined by, we've got Q on the podcast with us. He's better known as 808kicks underscore ATL. We met recently, uh, you were on a, a live uh, with Rich, uh, when was that, Rich? A couple months back? Maybe more than that? A couple months ago. Yeah, a couple months ago. One of the, Shout uh, out to Manny Miller. 
Yeah, shout out to Homie Miller, and it was the if the shoot fits right. Actually, it was some uh, some spinoff episode that he did. It wasn't a, a normal Wednesday show that's mm. taking place. Uh, yeah, I think it. Was, yeah, I think it was some something special he did yeah. with that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, well, we met through there, and uh, yeah, you yeah, dope story and everything. So we definitely wanted to get you on. So Q, welcome to the podcast, man. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Before we started uh, recording, you he's actually wearing a, a Vince Carter shirt. So uh, I, I think Vince, no, sorry, specify Vince Carter ATL shirt. ATL shirt. Yes, yes. Listen, listen, let me explain something to the audience. Vince Carter is and forever will be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And not been for injury. Vince's name would be in that Kobe Iverson realm. And truth be told, it belongs. Same thing for his cousin, Tracy McGrady. Tracy, yep. Tracy got a and, gold uh, jacket. Vince going to get his jacket. He played 22 seasons, most seasons ever played. I mean, come on, bro. Like, yeah, if y'all don't know about Vince, look it up. He just got passed up on the three-point list. He was number six on the uh, most three-pointers made for a couple years. He finished with my house. I got a chance to go watch him live. Like, that was the only chance I got to see him live unfortunately he wasn't at his peak but i don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't unfortunately nobody said unfortunately we missed out on his final game it was supposed to get, be against atlanta and because of covid he canceled didn't make that it. yeah yeah they didn't they canceled that game so we didn't get to see his last game in toronto as a hawk yeah well, i think so, it was yeah. it ended up being was it either it was either played in the bubble or never or cuz no he he came oh. back he came back yeah. for one, sir. That's right. He came back for one more season. We didn't make the bubble. I'm saying, okay, so yeah, I was in I was in bed with my wife watching the game when it hit, and the news came down that they about to cancel everything, shut down everything, and I saw when the team made Vince Carter get off the bench because he was saying to himself, "What is what if this the last? This is my last minutes?" Because he had already said he was going to retire, so. The team yeah. made him get off the bench, and his last attempt was a made three-pointer because Trey Young and the Hawks made him get up off the bench and take his last shot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And it was here, you know? Yeah. So, I love that. I love that, man. For him to be my favorite player and for him to take his last shot here in State Farm Arena, yo, it's, it's my guy, bro. Shout out to Vince for sure, yeah. He's a podcaster, too. And – He's a musician like myself. So hey, I'm gonna have to check out his pod. I didn't know you had one. I definitely have to check that out. Yeah, I don't know. That's dope. The, the BC show. Nice. We love Vince up here. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, Kevin and I share the same thoughts. Like it was disappointing to not see that final game. I showed the Nike shock, the BB4s that he wore in that final game. I had those done with the uh, with, with the purple paint on them, and I was gonna wear those. The last game had like a full Vince fit going. Like I was gonna wear one of my old champion Vince Carter jerseys from like one. I was actually the first NBA jersey I ever got, and it didn't happen. Ah. <laughs> so look, so look. The last time I saw Vince play, they actually did. Grant Hill is part owner of the Hawks, and he also works for the team in some capacity. But um, he did a sit down, one on one sit down with Vince after the game. The last Hawks game I actually went to, I got to sit, sit, sit there and watch Vince and Grant pretty much do a part. That's dope. Court, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it's uh, – matter of fact, y'all think it's a game. 
Yeah. Hey. That's dope. He's holding up the Funko with the Slam magazine, Vince Carter. It's the Funko Slam cover. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of them, but I only got Vince. I don't need none of the rest of them. Dope. That's dope. Yeah. I love, I love that, you know, a man from ATL, cheers for the Hawks, big time Hawks man, but still has Vince Carter as his favorite player of all time. Love that. Yeah. And that's, listen, man, I got so much respect. I mean, I, I rock with Drake too, but the the Raptors were my introduction to the city of Toronto. So I'm always rock with with the Raptors just for that, just because that's where Vince got his start at. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So only fitting then, I guess. Only this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I had to when I realized that y'all was from Toronto. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good connection you know what I'm saying yeah. like, now, now yeah. I get to talk about Vince with people that actually understand why I feel the way I do mm-hmm. yeah Q man we appreciate you jumping on uh, I was definitely excited to get into this for sure yeah man I'm ready awesome alright let's start it off with our weekly wares and pickups so Kev what's been on your feet this week okay so well Trev and I haven't had much time in between recordings but uh, I did throw on a, a bunch of pairs uh, that I could so I rocked Air Max one masters I also rocked that air Kanatsky hybrid uh, that he did so the uh, Pendleton Air Max uh, 97 upper sole swapped with the Air Max one midsole also busted out the Air Max one reptiles Air Max one pad of monarchs I threw on and today I actually did a midday switch, which is uh, not, not normal for me, but uh, we had, we had some, like Holly was saying, we had some like freezing rain and stuff like that. So I was rocking some dunk low IDs, but then swapped them out for my true blue threes, which uh, have quickly become uh, a rain boot for me. So those are my wares <laughs> for the week. And uh, I didn't actually have any cops, but shout out to the homie Juan Cause he sent some t-shirts uh, my way, but uh, yeah, he just sent me this. Play Dead Supreme T-shirt, also a, a Haynes Thermal Supreme T-shirt too. So shout out to Juan, man. You're always looking out. Uh, <laughs> so didn't actually have cops, but it was nice to get those in hand coming from Juan, especially since I missed him when he visited Toronto a couple weeks ago. So shout out to you, Juan. That was my week. Dope, dope. Nice. Good week, Kev. Colin, what about you? Been a while. I think I missed two podcasts because these guys uh, keep changing the dates on me. Just no, we just don't like top, you. Uh, just don't like you. <laughs> Air Max 90 reverse duck camel. Been wearing those a lot. Air Max 1 Pata, the black ones. Um, obviously, some black on black ultra boost. Wearing those a lot when I go out quickly. For the gym, I've been wearing the Air More up tempos, but now that it's kind of raining, I'm not going to destroy the suede. Yeah, You're welcome. You, Rich, for bringing them back. The pro- obviously, Rich, I've been wearing some Project Rock BSR2s. You know, got to mm-hmm. bring those in, but my lifts are all going up, so it's all good. <laughs> Forget the new balance five seven four new balances to time Stone Island. I wore those as well once. I think that's about it. As for pickups, no sneakers right now. Still focusing on getting things ready for China. But I did buy myself the DJI Osmo Action Four. So uh, more fake market sneaker market videos in China are gonna come in four K now, looking extra crispy. So content in China is gonna be great. All for you guys. So that's pretty much it. Thanks. Good week, Kali. Juan, what about you? I also missed two. But not by choice. I had some last minute thing I had to do. So it was weird that I missed two. I don't I try not to miss that many in a row, but for wares, I wore the Nike Dunk Supreme SB, the Ramelzi. Y'all saw it when we went to the recording. I also wore it last week when I uh, went on some work trip. 
Alvin Bernard, Jordan 1. The Black to Jordan 1 low. Jordan 3 and Fred 23. Trev, what's up? We did it again. I wore it to go outside <laughs> to move my car. So I wore it for like 30 minutes. <laughs> and uh, for pickups, someone asked for an assist on a New Balance pair. I got it. I won. I don't know. You know, whoever asked, I got the, the you. Kids I'm the not going to say. Yeah. No, 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 no. Let me look. Damn, now I got to go on the site. No, I think it was for uh, it was size because I entered on size. Okay. It looks like a nice pair. I'm telling you, I'm still trying to get into New Balance and stuff, but they're great. Um, I have my eye on that um, kit, the Madison Square Garden one. Yeah, that was dope. I'm gonna see that was nice. Get, yeah. That one's actually nice. Yeah. That was yeah. actually nice. I'm really, I'm really like contemplating it and then the gear that comes out in a couple of days. So I'm also thinking about it. But yeah, other than that, uh, I did buy some stuff. I just don't remember. I'm glad that those uh, Royals are sitting. I got mine from the shock drop. Maybe people don't like the way that they reimagined it. Maybe it wasn't imagined correctly, but I'm fine with it. I'll wear it. I mean, I it, like it, it's 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 definitely reimagined. That's a completely different way to to think about it. That's that's for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I don't mind it. Uh, I don't care how they reimagine. It's just another. Fair ones that I can wear, I'll wear them. They're not the most comfortable shoes right now. I realize every time I step into a more comfortable sneaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we bought some, yeah, and we bought some stuff at the kids store when I was with Trev and Kali. So shout out to Josh too. Uh, we we had a, a nice meal there. Since we, I didn't get to mention it since I haven't been on. Uh, it was great, and well, it was a jam packed day for me in Toronto. But we got a lot done. Twenty two hours was it one? Yeah, exactly. Like twenty two hours and change, and uh, everything was a mission accomplished. Uh, got to connect with everyone. Minus Kev, uh, I know honestly, we wish you were there at the recording. The vibe was great. There was a lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time, and some people that I just met. So it's really good to connect with people in person. Second week, we're giving you FOMO, Kev. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice, good couple of weeks there, Juan. Q, what about you? What have you been rocking this weekend? Uh, any pickups in the last month or so? Past week. I've been, because I work five days a week, normally I only get to put shoes on on the weekend and possibly Monday. So Saturday morning I did Flint 13s mm. followed by Griffey's, I think. Hey. Um, on Saturday, the OG Griffey. Um, Freshwaters. Freshwater, freshwater. Freshwater. Fresh I, like, I don't know why I like saying clear water. Oh, and clear, fresh water, same shit. Okay. So uh, it was Griffey's and 13s. They called me two pairs on the weekend. But uh, <laughs> I like uh, that. I also did the Bo Jackson Trainer SC High hey. Rams, which um, y'all can see. But uh, mm-hmm. and my favorite of all time, the Black Metallic Five, I did um, Tuesday, yesterday. Hey, let's go. Nice rotation. I got that current re-release, I guess I'm going to call it, because it came out a while back, the uh, Wheat Mocha SB Low. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's in my top SBs, personal favorites. It's, it's, in, it's up there for me, so I had to get that one. And the Coconut Middle P6000 I went back for. Oh, nice. I love that P6000. Mm-hmm. I went back for it. I made the right prediction this time. I felt like people wasn't gonna buy it, so I let it go on sale. I waited what five, six months, damn near, for that yeah. shit to go on sale, and it went on sale, and I got it for like seventy five dollars. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> yo. And that month, bro, I ain't got no Vomeros. 
I'm an Air Max guy, but if you ain't got no P6000, bro, fuck New Balance. I ain't, I ain't got no New Balance. I ain't got no, I ain't got no New Balance either. And, and, I, and I, ain't, I ain't, I ain't saying fuck New Balance as a brand or as a as a sneaker. You know, I ain't, I ain't snobbing like that. Like you, you rock New Balance, rock New Balance, but that P6000 some shit, boy. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. I'm tell them them things are socks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Yeah, definitely heard good things about the the P six thousands. Yeah, socks. I like the look of those too. They clean. They definitely. I mean, if New Balance was a Nike. If New Balance was Nike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And, and y'all know they made the gray one too. So they, you know, shots fired. I, I, I like in, it. In more, in more ways than one, shots fired at New Balance. <laughs> I I hear so many great things with comfort, but I don't know, man. Like aesthetically, I just can't do it. I can't. I'm sorry. It's just it's just not for me. <laughs> like, it's you, just, got, you got Vomeros? I don't have any Vomeros. I I need to get a pair of them shits. You don't do the meshy meshy uh run. I don't I don't mind them. Same thing. It's like you know with Adidas, right? I'm always saying fuck Adidas, you know, and they got some nice shit, but it's just not for me. The Vomeros, though, I fuck with. Yeah, Adidas trash. So, unfortunately. Yeah, with New Balance, I feel the same. I, New Balance, I love, I love seeing, love the way the shoe looks. Even the one, the one Juan referenced that Kif joint. That's just not for me. I can't picture myself wearing them shits. Like you know what I mean? I just, I just can't. So, I like Vomeros. I do. They yeah. look dope on feet. Same thing with Aces Gel Light. I want a pair of Gel Light. The Gel Light Five. The 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 changes they made to the silhouette, I really enjoy. But um, five seven four is the only New Balance I ever own. So. I'm pretty cool on on all that stuff. I'm a Nike whore. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with it. Get in where you fit in is what I say, man. Nice week, Q. Really short week for me as well. So Air Jordan three infrared twenty threes. Yes, one wore mine as well. I wore mine actually to move all my sneakers into my new place, so you guys can see I'm in my office now. I've got the the sneakers all set up. I've got to get the pictures all framed and everything, and set up on the walls and everything. But I got the sneakers set up, which was which was real nice. Did that all on a Sunday. I um, like an old Foot Locker day. Collie hand bombed everything into a car and just brought it in and. Uh, yeah, my mom got a pretty funny picture of me with uh with all my sh- shoes in the front hallway. <laughs> really humbles you and like brings you down to earth about how much you actually have. Like when I look at this now, I'm like, I don't have that much. Like it's relatively reasonable. But then when you take everything out of a shelf and just lay it out on the floor, like all stacked up, you're like, this is a lot. Like this is this is significant. Moving day will definitely open your eyes to your collection. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm like. Oh my god! Like I have so much stuff. Anyways, that was. Uh, but ha- happy to have everything in one place. So the only other wear that I had was I wore my foam posits, the cement pair that I have. Mm, yes, it's like my go-to shoe to walk in when it's uh, raining or wet. That's the one with the pink on it, right? That's the one with the pink on the bottom. Yeah, yes. dope. So I rock those. In terms of pickups, two pickups. So first one, girlfriend's family actually went to Disney World last week, and they came back with these for me. Okay. <laughs> so they bought me Disney 100th, or sorry, Disney 100th anniversary, is it? Or uh, it's got 100. Yeah, 100, 100 yeah. 100 gibbet on here with, with Althea with a bunch of Disney characters on there. So they're like, you have, to, you have to wear these when you come with us next year or something. I'll get a fit off with these, you know? <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I know you got another one. You y'all wear Crocs outside? No, no, 
I have, oh, I have self-respect. If you don't shut the fuck up, Mr. Project Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's, go that's to the gym, Rich. It's a gym shoe like, for the gym. Like, just, like, just, don't. It's a rubber clog. Like, you better... It's a rubber clog. <laughs> You're you cheap, a it. bunch of kids wearing it, so you all said, oh, it's acceptable. Go, it's not acceptable. Go wear, go wear your glorified Roshi run. <laughs> you better fucking stop it. Yes, I wear going against outside. everything unless it's unless it's Nike. The way that the team stands here is that Kali and I are team no croc, right? I don't know if, as, if I'm as aggressive Kali has as like Kali's. A deep hate. And Rich and Trev are team croc. So, and then I don't know where Juan stands. Actually, I don't know if he's ever worn a pair. If he's ever actually, I have, I have two pairs. Have okay. I worn them outside? Probably not, unless I had to run and move my car for okay. cleaning. But I've so, not like gone out and worn them. But I, I don't mind them. So they're just there. They're in my. They're near my, uh, like my doorstep. If I, just in case I can't slide into a sneaker. There you go. So I'll, that's that's I'll where try the team's divided. Crack before we wear Crocs. My, well, my, mine, were, mine were a gift. Mine were a gift. Also, I had like the Space Jam Crocs or something, but that was a gift. And I'm like, anything that's given to me, I've actually never gotten rid of. I've never regifted or anything. So I have all like sneakers or whatever. Even a guy, twenty. He knows that I collect sneakers just to like be a joker. He bought me a fake pair of sneakers because he knows I'll never get rid of it because then I'll be like, this fucking guy gave me this pair of sneakers. And that's no, why. Bro. No, bro. You got to cleanse that, bro. You got to cleanse that. <laughs> I'm not going to wear it. I'm just, it's going to be in the no. back of my closet. Uh-uh. It's going to be there. It's in the back. Dude, it was from a friend. You know how you have those friends that are assholes just to piss you off? That's what he did. He bought me a pair just to piss me off. I don't know. You got a body. You get rid of the body. You don't keep it in your closet. But but, exactly. That's my. That was my mindset, right? But then, as a sneakerhead, how do you get rid of a fake sneaker? But you didn't pay for it. So he didn't buy him. So he gave it. He just. He literally gave it to me just to like. He's like, here, bro. I know you like sneakers, and I'm like, don't do this to me, because I already saw it. The minute I saw, I'm like, don't do this right now. I was like, please don't give this to me, and I already knew. And he said, because I know you never get rid of it. That's how well they know me. That I've never got rid of anything that's been a gift to me or whatever. But he knows I'll never wear it at all, like in public. I won't even try it on. I respect. Take it to the gun range. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so getting getting back to the question. Yes, I do wear Crocs outside. I do. I, I Crocs are reserved for for my property. I, I, I refuse. I refuse to take my Crocs off my property, and I didn't buy them. My sister got them for me for Christmas a couple years ago, and I, got I but all, see, I got I got all the cool gibbets, bro. I got Hawks gibbets. I got Calls <laughs> gibbets. I got all the sh- all the Jordans and Kobe and all this shit. That I, I love them, but they not they not going outside. So like, I have a couple pairs of the Salehi Crocs, right? So those ones I wear out. I think prior to getting them, I mean, I still wore the regular Crocs out, but I can understand how the regular Crocs are reserved for the crib. The Salehis are a different look, right? So I go out, I wear them shits. I remember that I was at the, I think I was at the liquor store. And this woman, she's like, are those Crocs? And I'm like, yeah, what kind are those? So then we go into that whole conversation. Because, you know, it's it's a Croc with a twist. They look nice. Kali doesn't agree. I like them. But yeah, I wear them out of the house, man. Like I said. It just put squiggly lines. That's all they did. It's, you know what the Salehi Crocs look like? It looks like I left my foot in the bathtub for too long and it got all wrinkly. <laughs> like, you know those hot summer days have, have, when you look in your no, briefs? I have no rebuttal. I have no of... rebuttal. I have no rebuttal for that. I have no rebuttal for that. 
That was a good one. I'll give you that. The thing is, over time, people tend to get a little older and they let things go. They just start wearing sweats everywhere. They start getting swelling here and there. So, you know, I understand a little bit of comfort, but, you know, people have been wearing designer shoes for fashion instead of cons. There's no comfort there. So if people can suffer, then who knows? I'm very similar in terms of I, my Crocs. I, I have a, both of my pairs were gifted to me as well. I have just like a plain black one as well. Typically, that's more like a slide on kind of what Juan said, move the car, take the garbage out, like, you know, that kind of stuff. If we do go to Disney, I'll definitely take these with me and get a get a fit pick in them for sure. Like I'll probably wear them as like a, a switch out shoe, get a get a, a, a fit pick in them. But I, I have too many sneakers to not wear sneakers as well right like that's that's kind of my thoughts with it too i think of them just as like a comfortable slide that's basically the way i think of them right so it was nice of them to get that for me for sure i i definitely appreciated it they're on the team no croc as well so they thought it was it was funny to give me a pair of these so yeah that's the one pickup and the other pickup is non-sneaker related my girlfriend and i got two cats we adopted them on monday so a couple days ago so did, so, so did they make cats. did you have to adopt two so we were originally planning to adopt two, but we were going to get the ones that were bonded. Um, yeah, I must be, I must be an asshole because we're in the market too, and there this whole you got to adopt two of these shits, and I'm like, bro, I only want one. I don't Yo, it want was, two. It two was so much shame. One. It was so much shame. Y'all should be like me. Have yeah. to get two. <laughs> I'm like, I, I got, don't want two. I have two. seven. I don't know. I was going to say something. I was going to say something. I was going to say something real disrespectful, Kali, but I'm gonna bite my tongue. But. <laughs> I don't what, want you're saying to. my wife is hoarding so she can eat them later just because she's Chinese doesn't mean she's I wasn't eat a cat. I wasn't even I, I wasn't even going there. like that was like the farthest thing from my mind you can't make this shit up yeah but yeah this is see what I'm talking about see what I'm talking about cute this is this is what we do but yo we're in that same dilemma and I'm like look I don't want two I want just fucking one you could like you when could, I go in, if I see the one, I'm like, yo, I want that motherfucker. I want just that one. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm on assume, my way. I, I'm assuming y'all are cat people. You know what, cat? I, I really didn't care for cats. My wife taught me to get one a long time ago. And we had her for like 16 years. So then my view kind of changed yeah. because she became like part. And she was a like great cat, like the best. So my outlook definitely changed. She passed about two years ago. So I kind of put it off by getting a new one. Now we're kind of like, I'm like, you know what? All right, it's time. But then they come in with this whole, you got to get two of them. And I'm like, I don't want fucking two. I want one. I don't keep, want two. You just got to keep looking, right? So there's the, the, the two that we got, they've been in the, the shelter for their whole lives. So the one a year and a half and the other almost yeah. a year. So we could let them get out together and they, they got along pretty well. But my uh, my girlfriend wanted two and she uh, she, she probably would have got three or four if she had the, <laughs> the option. For oh, fuck, all, so. fuck all of that, man. It's double the work. Which, that shit is work. Cats are, cats are not as, as bad as dogs, but still, you got to change yeah. the cat litter. They yeah. scratch all your shit up. Yeah. Like, you got to get is... the electric cat box. Then all you have to do is put the bag in. You change it every 20 days. You, you Literally, it's it's great. They're like in Canada, six, seven hundred bucks, but it's way worth it. I have two of them in China. Who the fuck is buying that? My a hands lot are of just people. Fine. I'm not fucking spending seven hundred dollars on a fucking cat litter box. I got but two working spending, out, bro. You don't have to pay for litter then anymore, and the litter is expensive. So, out of ten, Trev, what's your level of fear being a sneakerhead with cats? They like to just do whatever the fuck. They dumb do. shit. They like <laughs> to do they, dumb they, shit. They don't. They don't give a fuck how you feel about it. They. They and, don't care. And when you stop them from doing it, guess what? As soon as you leave. They do it. Right fact, back to it. We ain't got to leave. They'll do it again <laughs> in your <laughs> face. 
Right, right back, right back to it, right back to it. I, my my cat, you know, before she passed, she would fucking go into my and like you said, Travis. See how they trying to open a door and shit. Yeah, that motherfuckers open doors. Yeah, she would slide open my closet door and sleep on my fucking sneakers. I go in the closet and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in there? You know what she does? She's she used to just look at me like, okay, I'm not fucking going anywhere. I'd have to physically take her out of the closet, like so. They do some you, some weird shit. And you have to hope the cat love you. Because if the cat don't nah, love you, oh, if they, they don't want to move, they're not moving. You <laughs> to move. Go to Dollarama, you get the spray bottle, and you're good. They don't do shit. They don't do <laughs> nothing. I tried it. In terms of like fear of that, being a sneakerhead, I'm not super, super concerned. We're, the plan is to keep this room locked where all the sneakers are. Um, oh, you better. But well, and, and, and as as a safety thing too, like to keep this room locked so that if anyone gets in, because there's actually a gate that you can lock in this window that's in front of me, mm-hmm. so we could completely seal this room off and have like valuables, passports, like stuff like that. If we ever yeah, like aren't here, your door's wood. I can kick it open. You're like, like it's, <laughs> it's it's you're, you're not doing shit. Fucking locking an indoor house room. Well, <laughs> unless you change that whole door frame. And then still, someone could punch a hole through the drywall and could just go besides the door. It's a house. I if love, I love, shit, I love. It's so easy. There's an extra I layer of protection Kali. that can be added here. But I, lo- I love Kali. Either yes. way, like, uh, the plan is to keep this room just because, like, even with the electronics, like, this is my office. So, like, computers and stuff like that will be plugged in for the most part here. So, I don't want them, like, chewing on any wires or anything like that in here. So, yeah, enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah so we're uh, we're in the market, but I'm not. I ain't doing two. We we getting one. Keep looking. They're, 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 they're rich. They just like if there's bonded. Oh no, I know, they, I know, I know. I, I love Man, it can... on man. Shout out, shout out to you and your and your significant other. Thank I you. Hope them, I hope them cats rich. appreciate what they what they got. That's it. Yeah, they're pretty good. It's so a waste far. to ask to talk to the manager. Yeah, because they don't like I said they don't do shit, man. My cat lived a, yeah. a wonderful life. I used to tell her that shit all the time. I said you lived good. That's why you live for 16 years, 17 years. You live good. You have to do shit. She look at you like, damn right. Right? <laughs> like, I know shit. <laughs> yeah, man. No, cats are, I, like I said, I, I definitely became a cat person after having her. Uh, yeah. They're great. So all jokes yeah. aside, like, you know. It was similar with me. My yeah, aunt, one, of, one of my good friends had a cat. And, like, before that, I was mostly more dog person. But he had this cat that was so affectionate, right? And like we'd hang out there all the time, like through high school and after high school, right? So after that, I was like, was, yeah. But that is my week. Along. Rich, how was your uh, last week of wares? And uh, it's what's been, your pickup this a, week? It's actually been crazy. Um, I haven't been putting on a lot of stuff. Shout out to uh, Mo, Kev, once again. I don't need to put it out there, but definitely, honestly, Kev, one the same. Like, I miss just the opportunity to have all of us. Salute to Juan. Definitely good to always see him. But you were definitely Miss Kev with that. But uh, mm-hmm. shout out to Mo. The recording was great. Got to see Makeway. Never been. So first time for me. But um, I wore uh, the Terror Squad Air Force Ones. Love that pair. They did a really good job on those um, them joints. And then right after that, the next day, we went out to Montreal. Me, the wife, and one of her good friends and her husband. And I uh, brought the Air Force Ones out there. Also brought another pair, which is one of my pickups. Um, I'll show after in terms of where, so I'm doing a little, for most people that follow me on IG, I'm doing a little countdown. So I think I left off the last time was, I think, the He Got Game 13s, the CDP pack. So pretty much I'm doing a countdown to um, Jordan 23. So I wore last shot 14s, 05 joints. I wore the 
15s, uh, the all-black OG colorway, 07. It was a Flight Club release. Brought out the Ginger 16s. Oh, I got a story for those. Yeah, man. Let me Bro, hear they done. Oh, they done. They, they, oh, they done after that shot. They fucking done. They done. I, first of all, I couldn't even wear them to the store. I had to literally, I wore my Crocs, <laughs> and I brought them to the store. Got them shits on, and yeah, I was able to pull a shot off. But needless to say, that shit fucking crumbled right after that. So R.I.P. to the Ginger. But honestly, the shot was worth it. I'm not even going front because you don't see them on feet hmm. like no. often or ever. Um, so um, yeah, the shot the shot came out. It was super dope shot. So brought those out. Grand opening, grand closing. So they done. Wore the 17s from the countdown pack. Brought those out. Wore the 18s from the countdown pack. Wore the 19s. The OG it's an OG pair. So not the one from the countdown pack. It was the OG 19s. The all black joints. Brought those out, and then today uh, I wore the laser twenties, and then I got what three more pairs to go. So twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three. I'm gonna close it out with that. But uh, yeah, just something fun. You don't, you know, you don't see it often, especially when you get beyond Jordan fourteen. People say, "Oh, fuck with Jordans after 14. and I'm like, "Nah, man, I love them. I, I embrace like everything fourteen and beyond. I just think they were dope. A lot of them were good for basketball, so." Um, just giving, you know, giving, giving those people that appreciate those numbers, you know, a trip down memory lane. So that's kind of what I've been doing. So it's been pretty cool. And all grocery store shots as well. So um, just to kind of pay homage to what we do with the grocery store flex. So kind of been doing that every morning. So drop the kids off to school, me and the wife. She's like, yeah, you, fuck you. Like, you got to take another picture. I'm like, yep. Snap the shot. And then we go about our business. So pretty cool to do that. Um, in terms of pickups, and it's mad funny. Shout out to the homie. Denim Hearts. I just talked about New Balance too, and I'm just, I thought about that. I'm like, fuck. One of my pickups is a New Balance. It's not a sneaker though. So shout out to the homie Denim Hearts. I had alluded to this a couple weeks back, um, and I think the last episode I was on, I forgot to mention them, but it is actually so. This is the New Balance called the Rainier, I believe. Beef and broccoli colorway. I love the beef and broccoli colorway. So. Yeah, he, he had sent me a pic. He was at the, I think it was the New Balance uh, outlet store. He said, yo, they had these for the low. So I said, you know, I need a nice little boot for the winter coming. So I picked these up. I actually wore these to Montreal. I brought these to Montreal as well. A great walking shoe. The midsole, I don't know what it is. Or I shouldn't say what to call it, but it's like wearing a sneaker, man. So the boot look, but very comfortable. Like a, a Gore-Tex TM. Yeah, yeah. That kind of style. So... Very nice, though. Very comfortable. So I do give it to New Balance in terms of the comfortability. Like, it's there. And it's, for me, you know, being from New York, like, that beef from Broccoli colorway, like, that's just yeah. timeless for me. So as soon as you say beef and Broccoli, I'm like, you got me. So yeah. these are dope. Really dope. So that's one of them. And then the next one, which is one that's been getting a lot of flack. Bam. Them bad boys. Reimagined so, Royals. The re- Reimagined Royals. You know what's crazy to me? Make these shits limited. Opinions are different. That's all I got to say. Readily available. Nobody wants them. I personally think they did a good job on it. I like the suede. Very clean. So I wanted them. I got them. Wore them already. You guys already know. I really don't get, I really don't give a fuck what anyone says. So I wear what I like. I wear what I like. None of us should. I wear what I like. Me personally, I think it's a great shoe. And it's funny. JD Sports had him there locally, just walked in, walked in, got him, and walked out. I almost shed a tear because I'm just like, this is how it used to be. 
the guy give me guys i'm like there's no line he's like no you're like the second person well shit all right so slept on um in my opinion but as i said i think you make them available to the masses and no one wants them like i said if they made that shoe limited same thing with the the satin ones look at that first release of the satins you know 4k and things is fetching they make it a general release and nobody wants them so i guess it's it's how it goes but as i said I was kind of surprised. I, I figured they would have done better than they did. Like, I, I know the suede is, like, the time of year to release a suede shoe is not great. Cue the weather up here is not, it's, you know, it's rainy, it's wet, it's going to start snowing at some point. So, it's not really suede shoe weather. Man, right these, these motherfuckers been recent releasing a, a damn buttload of Travis Scott fucking ones, and they all fucking suede. If they were Travis Scott one, motherfuckers would have bought them. I don't want yeah. that. That's a weak-ass argument. For me, I, that was, what that I was the only thing I could think of. Like, I, it's a nice shoe overall. Like, I, I don't hate that shoe. Like, I think they did a pretty good job on it. I'm just surprised that we didn't see more Pete. Like, surprised it was sitting like that. And maybe it's just Jordan Ones aren't doing well right now. It's not like it's, Jordan One High. It's, it's definitely a shift. I will say that the Jordan Ones have kind of lost their steam per se. I guess for like per se. No, the I, height. No air quotes. No, no caveats. <laughs> Jordan One High OG and Low OG are now mainstream. Mm-hmm. They're not putting people in line. They're not uh, having people spend money on their bots. And and you know, re- I saw a post today on uh, the platform, <laughs> whatever. It- <laughs> um, where so- some chick was bringing back. It was like two uh, DoorDash big old DoorDash bags. Full of UNC toes. Oh shit, bro! I don't care what nobody say. Now I like OG lows versus retro ones. I don't dig the retro ones. I got a couple. I got the um, and I I think we're gonna get into this anyway. But I got a couple. I got the OG uh, UNC or powder blue. The OG low. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was the UNC colorway. When the UNC toe high came out, I put that uh low on goat because i don't need it no more and i ain't worried had i worn it it would be a permanent part of my collection my collection is alive my collection moves and, and grows and changes on a regular basis so sound like me man that's me all day i don't bro I, you shouldn't care i didn't buy the uh, real imagine royal you know why i got too many black and blue shoes for my taste you know so i got like five black and blue shoes I mean, decisions, decisions, right? Every time I get ready to wear a blue shirt or a, a black and blue shirt, a white and blue shirt, now I got to figure out which one of these shoes I want. Uh, no, I'm, I don't want to wrestle with the colors like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm so the Reimagine Royal is a very, very, very dope sneaker. We all know three years ago what would have happened if that came out. Yeah, 100%. It would have been crazy, right? And I kind of have oh, this of course. Like it would have been everyone would have been going after that, right? I kind of for me it's the same thing, right? Like I have the royal highs, right? The original, like the leather pair. So I don't need the suede pair, but I'm I'm just surprised more people weren't going after it because I, I just felt like it was the, the last time they re-released Royals, it was sought after, right? So just figured more people would want to pick that up, right? Because if you don't have it, it's a nice alternative, right? Mm-hmm. So like I said, I'm happy. Cool. Yeah, good week, Rich. Yeah, so let's get into it. I mean, we talked basketball, we talked about Vince Carter, we talked about cats for a while. Cats. There. <laughs> but uh, 
finally getting into it. We have a special guest with us. Uh, Kiwi goes by uh, 808 kicks underscore ATL on IG. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, he was on uh, uh, a live with Miller uh, and Rich as well. So we're happy to have him on the show. But uh, let's uh, let's get right into it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, where your sneaker journey began? So what are some of your favorite brands, models, uh, and colorways that got you into sneakers? I have to give it to the... Um... The Black Cement Jordan 4, OG, 89, I was uh, seven. And it's funny because I remember the Jordash knockoff Jordan 4. Okay, Jordash. I remember that brand too. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go, Google Jordash, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, oh those boy. of you don't know. So actually, sorry to, sorry to cut you then. Then Q and I are pretty much like uh, the same generation too then. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, so nah, you were nah, seven. I'm, you were seven when that shoe came out. So we're wear, almost. Yeah. I wear mine, bro. I'm 41. I'm, I'll be. I'll be 42. Uh, come. Uh, come in February, y'all. Uh, I, I'll put my email and my PO box and all that stuff for y'all. That's interesting. But. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, Jordan. I, I I remember that vividly. Jordash was one of those brands for sure. Yeah, the, it was the my uncle. God bless him. Uh, I call him my baby uncle. He probably gonna hear this anyway, so I can crack jokes on him for. As long as I can remember, he's always been fresh for the most part. And he kept whatever the, the latest Nike running shoe was, whether it was Shocks, whether it was Air Max. It didn't matter if it was uh, the top tier, but he just kept some new Nikes on his feet. His son, my little cousin, he was like my little brother growing up. One year uh, getting ready to go back to school, he, he took it upon himself to take us to Payless. Him and his girlfriend and her daughter, because that's where they that's where they shot that. I don't listen, man. I go to school in Atlanta, Georgia, on the west side. What you what you trying to do to me? You trying to get me abused? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, y'all know y'all know what XJ nine hundreds are? No, no, I haven't heard of those. Google XJ nine hundreds. Pro wings. Oh, yeah. pro wings. Pro okay. wings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've pro heard wings. of pro wings yeah, yeah. before. Bro, like this man took me there. And um, it clicked in my mind when I saw the 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 Jordash. Like, wait a minute, that's not that's not what that's supposed to look like. I know that, and it was the it was the black cement four. But it wasn't until the five came around where I was seeing the commercials and I was actually watching games and I actually started seeing because I ain't had nobody in my I didn't have no sneaker person in my life. Like my uncles weren't cool per se. Like they was. They was working guys. I didn't have no street people in my life. I didn't have no cool people close to my age or a little older than me or whatever. Like it, it didn't happen like that for me for a long time. So coming up for me, it was all outside influences and what I. It was Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was. It was yeah. Fresh Prince. It was Martin. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was rap album covers and magazines uh photo shoots about hip-hop and, and stuff like that that introduced me to sneakers in a real way before I, I really understood what the difference was what the difference having cool sneakers could make for you socially yeah for sure no those were the original influencers right just the people that you saw like the the the, the people that you kind of just were your idols right celebrities specifically like rap artists or even like athletes too right like what they wore on court things like that too my path was different because i never got into it as much as i liked it you know it Mm -hmm. was one of them things that was kind of unreachable for me based on my circumstances you know i didn't have a real hustle 
back then as a kid. It was go to school, and I worked with my mom. I cut grass and stuff like that, but it was still only, you know, maybe two or three pairs a year. And, bro, it wasn't Jordans. i tell you that. <laughs> no, they were never Jordans. They were never it Jordans. Was, it, right? was, it was Air Force Ones. It was uh, maybe the second-tier Air Max. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the 95. It was it was the the other Air Max that, that only had the bubble in the back. Now, you can't. But yeah, 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 yeah. You can't have all the bubbles. You ain't got yeah, no money yeah. for all the bubbles, you know. So I did as much as I could, bro. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, I think a lot of people, at least in our generation, yeah, like you said, like, I didn't have my first real, real job where I can actually save some money. Like, I mean, like, we all had our paper roots and that sort of thing. We cut grass. We did chores, those type of things. But that was enough to save up to buy a pair of sneakers, right? And then you would ask your parents to buy you sneakers. No, I'm not spending that money on sneakers. You would get your two, three pairs for the year, whatever the case was, for school, for your sports, whatever. But that was pretty much it. Like, there was no no such thing as a rotation back then, right? There was a very, very limited rotation. Yeah, um, limited. It wasn't, it wasn't until I got to, um, I want to say, 10th, 11th grade, where I began to understand ownership. Because, you know, as a kid, I mean, if, if y'all got kids, I, I got nieces and nephews. As a kid, hell, my 18-year-old nephew, I bought him a pair of the uh, Fire Red Forest a couple years ago. Ooh. Shout out to Trez. They dusted. Oh, I mean, yeah. Paint chipping, scrapes. He do he do the wings out, so the wings leaning. The um, wings leaning, yeah. Damn. No, he came he came through here a couple weeks ago, and I and I tried my best to you know clean them up, and you know I made them look better, but they don't look good still. Ask me about my fire red phones. You would think I never wore. <laughs> keep them pristine. I keep, I keep a bowl and my rejuvenator. I keep it close. I got my yeah. brushes. You know what I'm saying? I don't play around. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I, yeah. I clean mine. I take care of mine now. When I was 15, 16, shit, popping air bubbles, uh, <laughs> dingy, dingy mesh, because I'm doing everything. I'm being a kid, you know? Yeah, I'm, you're being a kid, yeah. I'm in the cut. I'm in the streets with my partners by then, right? I'm rapping by then. So I'm I'm in, I'm in the cut smoking weed, cutting school, you know, running from the police. I'm doing all this shit in my shoes that they, they're not going to be fresh if you're doing all that. You can't go home after twelve hours of bullshit and clean your shoes. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. No, so I feel true. Like, well, I think you know. I think for the most part, at the beginning, when you first get them, you cherish them for a bit. You try to take care of as much as you can, but then it gets to a point where you're like, it starts wearing off a little bit, right? Like they just because you wear them so much, it's just hard to not get them dirty it's hard to not scuff them and when you do we weren't blessed with stuff like rejuvenator or jason Markerini and that stuff you know you had the toothbrush maybe you tried some concoction of toothpaste and cleaners and whatever people tell you that works but like you said yeah 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 but like you said nobody's got time for that when you're a kid you're doing kid things right you just yeah I feel yeah, you on that. I'm talking about jumping the creek, walking through the the wood. When I say the cut, I'm talking about a pathway that's been carved out by people through the woods. Yeah, right. Just by walking, right? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm cutting school every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the first couple of days, the first week of school, I right, I go, I go to every class every day. After that, <sighs> we gone, bro. We outside. Them shoes, they outside with me. And they didn't last. I remember my cool gray Air Force Ones with the jewel swoosh. Yeah, the jewel swoosh, the mids. That was the. F- yes, sir. Yeah, that was the first yep. one that I really. I was like, you know what? 
that was my tenth grade going going back to school issue. I'm like, nah, these finna be different. I had my mecca fit. Ooh, mm. yeah. <laughs> Yo, the Air Force Ones with the jewel swoosh, the mids, them shits was everything. I remember I got a Michigan colorway, the navy blue with yes. the yellow jewel swoosh. Bro. Yes. Everything. <laughs> yes. The Knicks, they had the Knicks colorway. The Knicks color the Knicks colorway. They had the all, all black, black with the, the UNC blue, the little Carolina blue. Yes. Them shits too. That was a white and blue, excuse me, a white and black colorway, not the people. Yep. A white and black colorway also. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Back then, bro, it was, and it was it was the wild, wild west. You know what I'm saying? For me, I, I just, whatever I could get my hands on that would keep me off the bulletin board, yeah, my bulletin board. Yeah, y'all know what I mean. Uh-huh. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be able to walk down the hallway and and have people not talk about what you got on. It's it's, it's bad. Straight up, get real bad. Yeah. So okay. So basically, when you were, uh, you know, like the the sneakers that you grew up with were basically Nikes, right? Like those were, that was your brand. But uh, no, no, it was my brand because I got I got hold of East Bay, and so okay, uh, yeah, shout out to East Bay. Yeah, R.I.P. East Bay, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew about everything through East Bay, but I, of course, I couldn't. So I would just drool, and and then I I could draw. So I would draw sneakers and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, make colorways that that didn't exist and, and all this kind of stuff. But uh, it was the two for fifty Reeboks. Okay, yeah, it's a Reebok. Two for fifty, and then it was two for seventy, depending on the silhouettes. That were like I said, the the second tier Nikes. I wanted the Air Marauders, but I had to get the takedown version of that. I wanted the Emmett's because I was an Emmett Smith fan. Emmett Smith, yeah. But I had to get the B tier version of the Emmett's. You know, back in the, in the nineties, there was always a B tier mm-hmm. uh-huh. to, to the signature sneaker. So uh-huh. yeah, I was getting I was getting them B tiers on a regular basis. Um, like I say, two three times a year, going back to school, coming back from Christmas, and you know whatever I could scrape together for myself because I wasn't doing what I was, what I should have been doing. My age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. But I mean, like, you know, like, like those were the East Bay magazines, you know, some of the, the athletes that you were talking about, those are, I mean, Nike, I guess, was that brand that made you notice sneakers, you know, kind of got you interested in sneakers and that sort of thing too. So like, you know, and, and you grew up, you grew up born and raised in uh, Atlanta as well. Born and raised. Yeah. Born and raised. Uh, okay. What was the sneaker scene back when you were a kid? Like, I mean, you know, we heard Rich talking earlier about, you know, the Royal Reimagined Ones just being able to walk in the store and grab sneakers. Was it like that in ATL back when you were growing up too? Same thing? Like pretty much. Because there there were those those kids that had everything. Their parents were in the know. My mom, shout out to her for lack of better terms, and she'll probably find this in here if she know I'm on it. My mom is one of them type mamas. She gonna she gonna rock with me regardless. <laughs> yeah. She ain't gonna like it. She ain't gonna like my lang- language either. But uh, nah, she went with it, bro. How much do shoes cost? One hundred twenty-five dollars. They gonna work for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they gonna clean your room for you. Or they gonna make your grades go up. You know what I'm saying? That those were legit questions that I heard from my mom when it came time to get shoes, and I told her which ones I wanted. She yeah. couldn't give. She could care less. She would take me to pay less if I would. If I would have accepted it, she would take me to pay less. No, mom. We got to go to Foot Locker. You're right. We have to go to Foot Locker. We are in the 90s. Foot Locker was it. Oh, yeah. We got to yes. go to Foot Locker. Foot Locker got everything. Guest boots, 
Um, mm, I forgot about those. <laughs> bro, I, I wore brand new jeans. Brand new blue jeans. Dark oh, blue jeans. With my guess books. <laughs> yeah, you get the, the, the jeans stain on there. Yeah, the, the jeans stain stains the, all over that. On the, the tongue and on the, on the heel. The oh, stains man. off. The, the, the cream ones. The cream oh, ones. Oh, no. I tried to take them back. They say no. <laughs> nope. Like, they see them stains. They taking them shits back. They like, I see what you trying to do. <laughs> and you can't get that shit out, man. No. I fucking no. tried, man. I, no. made, I made so many cleaning products trying to get that motherfucker out. You can't get that shit out. It's a done oh. deal. Oh, my God, bro. Y'all bringing back memories, man. It's a done deal. I, I forgot about those. I don't think about this type of stuff often, bro. Oh, <laughs> I have to say this. Nike Air Milano. Like you will Air not, Max. you will not be able to find it. Not the Air Max ninety Milano, Nike Air Milano. Mm. It came out in ninety six. I had it. Nobody else had it. It was a B tier Air Max, and when I wore it to school, everybody was on my nuts. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say I know what that sneaker is. I know you don't, bro. I, I yeah. got a picture. I got a picture. I'm gonna send it to y'all. Uh, All right. I like I like to see the sneaker because yeah, yeah you're right. Like up. when I was a kid, it was you know we we looked we we went to Foot Locker. We saw the sneakers that we wanted. We saw the sneakers, you know, in the magazines on you know our favorite rappers, whatever. But when it came down to actually buying the sneakers, you never would be able to get what you want. So you know you talked about going to Foot Locker getting these B tiers. We went to a lot of these like sporting goods stores as well. So in in Canada, we had like collegiate sports. You know, they had sort of like discounted sneakers bins and and tables that were set up where they would have sneakers that were the cheaper sneakers and that's where we would pick our sneakers from or we would go to outlets and things like that too right go to buffalo which is close to toronto and and get sneakers but it was never the ones that you wanted like the air max that you that you wanted no it was never those ones you could get a similar colorway you get a similar look but never be the one that you want so i feel you on that but when how about how about your like your classmates, uh, people that you grew up around, the sneaker culture in Atlanta? Like, was there any sort of like people that were into sneakers, passionate about sneakers, things like that? Like you were? Yeah, no, it, that was it, bro. I can't say because I always been a creative person. Yeah, if, if it it was drawing and and you know like graffiti, not physical street graffiti, but like yeah, graffiti, graffiti on paper, drawing, yeah. yeah, yeah, model cars. And then uh, it became music. So, like, just visually, sneakers always did something to me differently. But everybody did everything. From 90, I say from 80, from, like, 87 to 98, trainers were as big as Jordans. Oh, they were huge. I love trainers. That's, that's facts. Yeah, trainers, trainers were big. Yeah, all the tra- all the Nike trainers, bro. When Dunks came back, I I specifically remember seeing an abundance of Michigan Dunks when I was in middle school. I want to say eighth grade, so that would have been like 95, 96. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing Dunks, Dion's, the Diamond Turf, the Diamond Turf, so big too. The original Diamond Turf and the '96, for that matter, are some of the dopest silhouettes ever created bro i don't care what nobody say man oh yeah back in that era it was like that's straps, that's, that's, strap, that's, like strap that's, era and i think that's why i got such a love for straps like in terms of sneakers just because coming up in that time everything had a strap i love that Deion saying it right there veer. yeah air fear did you say veer oh veer, veer. Those ones are. the bruce air, smith veer the bruce smith is white and black oh i remember those yes like those i remember those i remember now bro yes 
Uh, oh my God, Rod Woodson. Uh, what was his shoe? I can't remember. I was just Rod, the Rod Woodson joints. I remember the Rod Woodson joints too. Barry. Those were big. Any trainer, like you said, no Reebok, the Thurman Thomas Reeboks. I don't remember those, you know. I'm gonna have to look those up. And Thurman Thomas was one of my favorite running backs for that run with Jim Kelly and them. I I had that, that was one signature shoe that I actually managed to get because it was only like 80, 90 bucks. I had the Thurman Thomas, it was the black and white colorway, Thurman Thomas Reeboks. I love bro. That was one that I tried to take care of as much as I could. Cause that was around the time I was trying to play football too, but yeah, that didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody did everything, bro. Like Nike basketball, Jordan trainers, Air Max, not so much. Ninety fives, yes. Ninety fives were huge in Atlanta. Maybe the one eighty structures, but not so much Air Max nineties or Air Max ones and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. we wanted maximum air bubble. Oh yeah, the bigger the air bubble, the better. The more air bubbles, the better. <laughs> air bubble is the right? better. Back with like yeah, facts. you talk about the That's like facts. things like up tempos or Barclays. Up tempos, about to say the up tempos, Barclays. Right? When, when those came out, those Any were like mind blowing. You just seen bubbles at the front of the sneaker. Now you were just like, wow, this is just crazy now. So I, I remember just going to the mall and just staring at sneakers that had bubbles from front to back, and just thinking like, man, I need more air bubbles. I still do that to this day, bro. Yeah. Like. I don't care what nobody say, bro. <laughs> Air Max, me out. Now, Scorpion, too far for me. Too far for me. How about Vapor Max? <laughs> Vapor Max, I'm with. You're with Vapor Max, okay. Vapor Max TNs in particular. Oh, uh, Vapor Max Plus, rather. I got the uh, the Griffies, and I got the uh, the Evos, the NRG, <laughs> yep. uh, Collector's Closet Joints. I'm I'm good. I'm good with them. And it's, it's I pick my spots with Vapor Max, because... I'll fall over by wearing Vapor Max for too long. <laughs> yeah, they're not surprisingly enough. They're not, they're not that comfortable. Um, but okay, so so growing up as a kid in Atlanta, I mean, people were into sneakers. They couldn't really get the sneakers that they wanted, so to speak. If you did get sneakers, you were able to walk in the store. So how has that evolved to now? Like you look back to how it was then, and then you look to how sneakers is now. What was that progression like? Did you see more and more people getting into sneakers, more kids getting into sneakers, maybe things like communities kind of growing in terms of sneakers. Was that something that you saw evolve when you were uh, uh, in Atlanta? No, not necessarily because my experience was more individual. Um, Okay. I spread myself thin in a lot of ways because I had so many and still have so many interests. At that time, music began to take over Along with just coming of age, you know, yeah, girls, them, them, them <laughs> girls, you know, friendships, yeah, um, yeah. peer pressure, influence, outside influences, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, learning yourself, figuring out who you really are. I leaned into music because I figured out that I, I was at least decent at it, and that was the culture at the time in Atlanta. Outcast and the organized yeah. noise, the Dungeon Family, they opened up a new mm-hmm. door for us. And those of us that had musical aspirations like myself, we ran towards that door as fast as we could. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things in my life, including being smart and responsible and <laughs> 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 you know, I, I just I was chasing it, bro. I was and I chased it for years and years. So I missed a lot of time in the sneaker space. Like I saw what was going on, mm-hmm. but I I wasn't involved, bro. Yeah, to no, be honest, that's fair 
that and that's a thing now. Being that I came back around full circle to actually doing a podcast and respecting the culture and coming from a, a genuine place in my mind about sneakers based on what I've been through since I got back into sneakers. I can't speak for none of that time, bro. I know what I saw. I witnessed the fusion era. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, right, I witnessed right. the SB era. I witnessed the Air Max one era. I can only call out so much stuff from those times that resonated with me, but I, I wasn't touching none of that shit, bro. I was putting on Tim's hell. I had a little Adidas face. It wasn't until I bought my first pair of Ewings, my only pair of Ewings, that I began uh-huh. to lean back towards the sneaker space. And it was because I felt like my music run was coming to an end. Okay. So for lack of better terms, in a way, it kind of um, eased the pain from me deciding to um, let music go. Not completely, but to stop pursuing it. Pursu- yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it was like, yeah, it sounds to me it was like you have different passions, right? Sports, music, sneakers. It's hard for one person to put their focus on all of them, you know, just like any one at that age, right? So you're right, like things like coming of age. I know back when I was like in the university days, there's things like for me, it was like paying for my university, working, you know, three different jobs to make sure that I paid for that university. As much as I love sneakers, I wasn't able to buy the sneakers. I saw what was going on with sneakers. Mm-hmm. I can't particularly say that I was buying a lot of sneakers in those days because I was saving money to, for school. But also, you do your best to stay fly and stay fresh and put a fit yeah. together and that sort of thing. Yeah. But I don't have nearly the collection that I have now that I had back then, right? Hell, hell no. I can remember having the um, the OG 23s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. The, 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 the black and white pair. Mm-hmm. I can remember have that's why I love 23s to this day. I can remember having some all black suede Tims. <laughs> all black suede Tims, yeah. <laughs> I can remember having the um the what was the, the all black thirteens? Um altitudes. altitudes. The altitudes. They yeah, were fake. They, they were fake. They were they fake. Were... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they, and sometimes they were. sometimes that's what you had to do. They were. I can remember having a few pair of Air Max, but it wasn't nothing um Oh, the the Jordan Twelve Air Max Fusion. I remember mm, buying okay. those. I remember buying those on my birthday. So you know, I was like you said, doing my best to to be presentable, but I wasn't chasing it like I do now. Like that's the whole thing about the shoe dog. You know it, I, and I know we're gonna talk about that. I don't want to step on another topic too soon, but um, it was there. It was always there. Yeah, right. The, no, those, and, and... those images, them East Bay images in my mind, yeah. never go away. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know exactly what you're saying because as much as we love sneakers now, the times were different than where, again, we had diff- different things going on, but you know, your focus was on one thing, but you still had that love for sneakers. You, you still knew where your beginnings came from. You still had that love. You still recognize what other people had on feet. You were just weren't involved in the space as much as you are now. No, sneakers couldn't get me no record deal. So I yeah. wouldn't stun <laughs> sneakers. Now, if I was more uh, financially able... I would have definitely been buying more sneakers at the time, of course. Yeah. But I was broke. I was a starving artist. I was going to the studio every day and getting money however I could. You know what I'm right. saying? I had, I had jobs here and there, but it was the dream, bro. That shit was mm-hmm. stuck in my head. It cost me relationships. It cost me friendships. It cost me time. 
it gave me experience, but uh, I wouldn't change it. Yeah, I no, for change. sure. But I mean, and 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 I guess on another point too is that like, and the reason why I was asking is because we see what the sneaker culture is like now. It's like you said in, in previously, it's very mainstream now. It can be very mainstream. There's kids that are, you know, when I just first started getting into sneakers that I see now at SneakerCon that are, you know, buying, selling and trading sneakers that I never would have even imagined that I could even afford at 44 now, that kids that are like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old are at SneakerCon now with off-white Chicago Jordan 1s and, you know, shit like that, that I never would have imagined. But the reason why I was asking is that like, we didn't have exposure to sneakers back then, like we do now. So I was curious to know whether or not there was like a subculture in Atlanta, like in Toronto, we had, you know, small sneaker shows here and there, the real collectors that came out, wasn't this buy, sell, trade sneaker con stuff that we have now is more so like people coming out, displaying their collection, talking about sneakers, almost like how Nike talk was, but in person on a very, very, very much smaller scale. So, but it sounds to me like, you know, your focus was on music. You knew that sneakers were still around, but you weren't noticing it as much. So there could have been things like that going on, but you just weren't there to witness that particular time. I'm pretty sure there were things like that going on. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing Atlanta, (laughs) bro, to this day, and as long as I can remember, you can find whatever it is that you're into. If not inside Atlanta city limits, close yeah, enough. Right. It's, it's here. Whatever it is, it's here. It's, there's so many different cultures that live here, which is the great part about being from here. In a way, I've been pigeonheld by the South. I can say that. I, I've been pigeonheld by the hood in a lot of ways. Because, you know, coming up in the 90s, all you had was TV. If you weren't going nowhere... All you have is TV. So you can imagine, but now, Atlanta now versus Atlanta then, it's just a whole lot more of what it was. We always had different cultures, different uh, ethnicities, different um, subcultures of, of bigger cultures. But now, just like with the rest of the world, it's, it's just so abundant now. You can find it, bro. I know, I got a partner right now, shout out to Black, and let's go here. They throw a sneaker ball every year. You can go Eventbrite right now and probably see ten more sneaker balls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. It's 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 yeah, hard for me to crazy. believe. It's hard for me to believe that it's never been like that. It might have just been one or two, and maybe you had to know somebody to know somebody that knew about it. But if I I can open Eventbrite right now, and I can see ten sneaker balls, and I don't know none of these people. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure when I get in there, we're going to look at each other and be like, Spider-Man me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. No, and that's facts. I mean, and that and that just goes to show, you know, how much it's grown now. Like, I think even here in Toronto, like, it's the same thing. Like, uh, I don't want to say that there's, you know, sneaker events that are happening like that, uh, you know, as many. But, you know, we definitely have, you know, by far exponentially more sneaker shows than we ever have had, you know, in the last maybe like 10 years or whatever the case is. Um, but I just remember, yeah, at least for me, you know, when I was growing up, you know, in the high school days and the university days, and, you know, you talked about outcasts, you talked like, you know, the Atlanta rappers, uh, you know, ludicrous or whatever the case is, right? Like I, I, I remember them, you know, rapping about sneakers or uh, even like uh, what's the sneaker store in Atlanta? The, the, is it, um, Walters? No. Walters. 
Walters. Yes. They, they mentioned. Yeah, exactly. So like, I remember them mentioning, you know, stuff like that. And we never had, you know, legendary sneaker stores in Toronto. Like they, they are probably legendary to the people that live in Toronto, but you know, known, you know, across North America or even globally, like a store like Walters, that's where I first started to realize that, you know, their sneakers is something that, you know, people recognize globally and they put stores like that on the map that, you know, sneakers is actually a thing. People would go there specifically to buy sneakers and just, you know, like that would be one of those things, right? Specifically about Walters, Walters was one of one during that era. There was only one place that was mentioned and going to Walters as a kid was, man, I it's nostalgic to think about. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it because Walters did the whole floor to ceiling thing. I'm talking about all the Dickies, bro. All the jeans, whatever brand, Mecca, <laughs> Jabot, Guess, Carl Kanai, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo, everything. And it was two-sided. So one side was all so many clothes. We talk about Walters when we reminisce about sneakers being from Atlanta. Nobody talks about the clothing selection that they had. And there was a, another store, a whole clothing store that sold like gaiters and linens and, and suits and ties and hats and all. Bro, it was a whole, it was a whole situation over there, man. And just the how hectic Walters was, bro. You go in there and people everywhere. This little bitty spot that's floor to ceiling, front to back product. Soon as you walk in the door, you're looking at sneakers and jeans and socks and deals. Two for 50 jeans, 20 socks for $10, and dicky suits and baseball hats. And they had everything crammed into this little bitty spot, bro. And once you go in there, ain't no pressure. Hey, you need something, let me know. And they let you go. And they're not going to say nothing else to you until you need some help. Because they know it's, it's in and out traffic. They're watching you. They're not going to harass you. They're not going to hassle you. They just going to let you shop. You're going to get what you want, and they're going to let you leave. And it, it's just a vibe, bro. The music, whatever the current music is, is good volume. It ain't it ain't what it used to be. It, I yeah, I was just about I, to say, it's not like nah, that nah, anymore. Nah. <laughs> nah. I ain't been in Walters in years, a couple years, like three years last time I went in there. It's cool, but we know the culture ain't what it used to be, so the stories aren't what they used to be. Yeah. So let, let's fast forward to now. I mean, I know that you talked about what sneakers you had back then, but let's fast forward to now to what your current collection looks like. So I know you mentioned you're like your Nike whore, you know, you just, <laughs> you're all about Nike, no new balance, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But what, what is in your collection in terms of those Nikes? Like, you know, what are some of the, you know, some of your favorite pairs that you have in your, in your collection? Favorite pairs? Well, my favorite pair of all time, and I'm going to scream it every time I get a chance to Jordan 5 Black Metallic. To me, it's the best sneaker for me that's ever been created. Air Max 1s, I got about four pairs. My ID, my Air Max 1 ID, I red cement colorway. I love that shoe. Special occasion mm-hmm. shoe right now. Oh, you had um, the, you ha- you have the ID that had the cement option? Yes. Oh. I did cement mudguard and um, red branding, mm. red outsole, gray midsole, yeah. That cement print option is one of those eras where, like, 
if you were there, you were there. And if you had and that's a mint, that's a mint. I'm sorry. Uh Safari print. A safari oh Safari print. print. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I wish it was cement print, but um I just tried to get close to the fire red three color. Okay. And, safari um, print's still fire, don't get me wrong. But yeah. that cement print ID Air Max era is like legendary. Yeah. Neon ninety fives. Okay. Neon, of course, yes. I got I got the Neon ninety five fours to go with them. Uh, that's a sleeper too, big sleeper. Mm. Uh, that pair's nice. That four is nice. Suede to the to the bottom. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's that pair's nice. I got. A lot, I'm trying to think, bro. I got a lot of stuff. My my Diamond Turf ninety six, the uh, white and red colorway. It's under construction <laughs> right now too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw you hold it up. <laughs> but I got I got a little bit of uh, painting to do on that. Because it's, it's starting to crack. So, and I don't think Nike, even though Dion is oh. back, I'm waiting on Nike to give me some diamond turns. Yeah, I'm, we talked about this recently too on an episode about I'm just waiting. Like, yeah, we waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting. waiting. It was big news when it when it came and he announced that he's back with Nike. It was big news. We're like, you know, speculating what are they going to bring back, and it's just been cricket since. You know, I haven't heard anything about you know any. I mean, maybe he's just like tied up with his Colorado season or whatever, whatever the case is. But I'm waiting. Yeah. To see what they're gonna bring back to, yeah. So we need them, bro. He, I mean, <laughs> hopefully they in production. That was what by yeah, five, yeah. by five months ago we heard about that. Yeah, it's so we five should, months, yeah. we should be seeing them next yeah. year. Come on, Nike, yeah. stop playing with us. Need them. Yeah, I try to be diverse in my bias. Yeah, I mean, even when you were talking about your rotation, you know, like nice diverse uh, uh rotation there of different models not just like you know it's it's all Nike and, and Jordan what whatnot, but like models you don't really hear about too often right and we can see the metallic fives there on screen there you got them right there yeah. ready to go <laughs> as usual and you got to put white laces in your black metallics there you go shout out to mr miller i got white laces because i saw his white laces and i didn't want to feel left out <laughs> so what are what are some of the more unique pairs that you have in your collection? Like we heard about your favorite pairs, but are there any pairs that you know, like we said, you don't see very often? Like I know you put you pulled out the diamond turfs. That's a pair you don't really see very often. But and you talked about Griffies, you don't see those often. But is there something that you know is kind of like a a, a jaw dropper, kind of a showstopper when when you bust out? People will just be like, "Whoa, I haven't seen that pair in a while," or something that's unique to your collection, or something that you're proud to add to your collection. I got uh. All four Gatorade ones. Oh yeah, okay. So uh, we'll those, see those often either. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, those often start a conversation. The Sashiko Jordan Four. Oh yes, okay. It's probably my most unique sneaker. Well, most of my stuff is more recent. I go digging in the crates from time to time, but most of the time that's more surefire stuff. Mm-hmm. I did, I did go back and get Flyknit Threes. I, that was one that when I discovered it years after it released grabbed me but i i ended up letting it go because it was the wrong size i didn't realize how much that fly net made a difference on the joint three <laughs> but um yeah. db5 low i know a lot of people they sold out but mm, i've never seen yeah. anybody wear that shoe never seen anybody wear that shoe and it's it's disappointing i know the bottom is blue i hate it too i love it and i hate it i want to wear it <laughs> once a week and have the bottom still be blue but <laughs> we we know that don't we know that don't happen. Uh, no camo threes. A lot of people didn't didn't go for the camo threes. The patchwork. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I thought those were dope. Quality on them look really nice too. Yeah. Get old gastro Jordan one low react. Okay. Part of the fear pack. Those are actually nice. These are 
The Zoom ones are the only Jordan ones that you will find better than these. And we know this is not like a regular Jordan one. Mm-hmm. If y'all if y'all look at the Jordan one react, when I look at the Jordan one react, they're all not good sneakers to me as far as aesthetically, but just because this one is all black. And I rock with Gil Gastro. Shout out to them. So I pull I pull out some stuff. Three lap fives, the black ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, I forgot Barcelona, about those. Barcelona day and night sevens. Ooh. I love those night ones. They're like such a sleeper pair that most people didn't take in, but they're just so clean. Bro, the new book on that seven is different than other black new book, I feel like. Although they, they did something different with it or did something different since. But yeah, bro, it's so soft. It's such a great shoe. Let yeah. me stop. Let me stop before I start drooling. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely some great pairs. Pairs that you don't see often. Pairs that you don't hear about. Definitely a lot of sleeper yeah. pairs there too. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything on your list that you're still on the hunt for? Maybe a grill, maybe a pair that's eluded you, something maybe that you sold previously, you want it back. Is there something on that list or something that uh, you're always on the hunt for? Yeah. I'm constantly hunting for the right price on the Camo Supreme Five. Yep, the Woodland Camo one, or yep. I guess I guess yeah, it's that like was, a, it's nice. Desert Camo, Desert Camo, Desert Camo, it's like a Desert Camo, Desert Camo. Not the other ones. The other one's cool, but that one, the PSG Five. Yeah, I'm a Five guy. In case y'all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could uh, tell. Who I can't look at the Master Air Force ones, bro. Uh, uh, Air Max ones rather. I want to look at them, but I can't look at them because I ain't got thousand dollars for that. <laughs> I mean, shout, shout out, shout out to you for having them. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my words this week, and and surprisingly enough, I got those when they dropped on Nike too. That was at twenty eighteen Air Max Day releases, along with the Atmos Air Max ones and the anniversary blue and red. And I remember I was trying to get them. So back when those dropped, they would drop at four o'clock in the morning on the Nike website. And I remember trying literally for two hours, sizes kept popping back up. So like they would be all grayed out and then suddenly one would be black and I would be able to click on it. And it didn't matter what size it was. I would just keep clicking on whichever one. And I was literally trying to check out, um, you know, whatever size popped up for two hours straight. And finally at 6 a.m., I was able to check one out and it happened to be my size. And I was just like, what the fuck just happened? I can't believe, <laughs> like, I never had that much patience or persistence ever in my life. And I just kept trying and trying. And yeah, I remember getting that pair for retail. But you're right. Yeah. Some of the prices up there, pretty crazy. Um, uh, last time sorry, I saw one in my size, 11 was like 1200 Yeah. I, I don't it. know if I could do that. I ain't got it. <laughs> as much as I love the shoe, it's, yeah, that's. That, that's up there <laughs> but yeah those few fives i'm always on the on the hunt that's on that's what you're on the hunt for and also um diamond turfs og diamond turfs for a good OG price. pair Ooh, yes, i don't sir. even know if i've seen the, the san francisco i had a chance to buy a 2001 no it wasn't 2001 2012 or 2010 it's 20 the 2010 was the was the the ones 2010 2010 yeah it was the was ones the, yeah, I had a chance to get a pair of those for a really, really good price. It was only like, dude, I wanted like 170s for them or something like that. But I want to wear it, bro. And I can't yeah. trust that. Because I know it's air in there. You know, it's not it's not a visible air unit. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they decided not to put the visible air on that shoe. I would love to see that. Yeah, I couldn't do that. That's the thing about my collection, bro. If I'm not wearing it, 
it doesn't belong. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If I worn it out, like Rich was just talking about his 16s, if I do that, cool. That shoe lived his life with me. And if I want to throw it mm -hmm. away, that's on me. If I want to keep it, that's on me. This black metallic five right here, I'm going to die with this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna die with this. I'm gonna wear it till I can't wear it no more. And when they come back, please make it leather Nike. Please. I reimagine. <laughs> please, please do do that. Do that for me. Do that for me. Make it leather. I mean, we know about the bins. The bins, yeah. Let's see the bins. You know, you know, it ain't got to be the premium Italian bop bop, but you know, but yeah, bro. <laughs> if 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 I ain't gonna wear it, it's gotta go. It's gotta. That's why my rotation always changed. When I bought them SBs. Two things went up for sale. Yeah. Because they, they've been sitting there for too long. I've been looking, and I ain't got no intentions on them. I ain't got no plans for them. You know, the Midnight Navy Sixes came out a couple years ago. Oh, they holding on. They holding on. Because <laughs> I love I love the leather on them. I love the look of them. It's a really nice shoe. It's all really nice white. Shoe. All white, man. I, I didn't buy the Georgetowns because I bought that one. The Midnight Navy is nice. But, Need that for the summer. I'm on my year five coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's they on, the, they, they on the chopping block. <laughs> big, big time chopping. Oh my god, boy, it's ugly. It's, I'm looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at them, uh, them stealth 2.0s. Oh, similar colors. <laughs> oh, similar <laughs> colors. It's one of those Man. things, right? You, you you get to a point where you're like, you have all this stuff, and like you know, talking about that, I just moved all my sneakers last weekend, right? Like, you get to a point where you're, look, you're looking at this stuff and you're like, the hell, man? Like, you have all this stuff and it, it you know, you're like, this this is a, this is a lot. Like, these are, these are a lot of sneakers, right? Now, having said that, am I going to be able to get rid of a ton of stuff? But you get to the point, like, and I know, Kali, like, when you move to China and, like, you're going back shortly, right? Like, you kind of have to do the same exercise, right? Where you're the like... first time I went from a basement that had over 200 pairs in it, down to yeah. like 40 pairs so yeah it's when you have to move countries and you don't want to get a container and you just want to take luggage and you're like wait a second yeah. i got a lot of stuff because you got your electronics you got everything else needs to go right so just yeah. looking behind you right now q you got all those funko pops i'm like whew, hopefully you never have to move a house one day because you got so much stuff just in that one room no 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 so okay oh wow this is my studio we, oh, that's not even the shit. It's not even no, the room. So we're not even the no, 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 no. This is this is it is it is. Y'all ain't seen my white office. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 is a collector too, but she ain't got pops. She got the big Barbies. And, oh shit! Man. Oh damn! A few days ago, she went to New York. Her and my niece went to New York. Oh my god, bro! She ain't nowhere to put it. We we oh damn. We do it to ourselves. When you're a collector, we all have our stuff. Things. Yeah, and we all have our things. But you're right; it's one of those things where to make room for new stuff, sometimes you got to get rid of the old stuff. And as hard as that may be, sometimes one, it's, it's a good way to utilize what you have to purchase something new, right? So you don't have to break out the wallet. That's one. But then also you run out of space too, so you kind of almost have to put things on the chopping block just so you can bring in something new. Otherwise, there's nowhere to put it. Right. And then, you know, it gets lost in the mix, whatever the case is. 
But I know Rich is the same way too. You know, Rich is always talking about, you know, he he has these pickups, but you know, he always does trades or he does, you know, like you know, sells another pair to get a new pair, stuff he's not wearing, maybe stuff that you know is is the wrong size now or not as comfortable as it used to be, whatever the case is. But you know, those are some of the things that as a collector, not even just a sneaker enthusiast, as a collector, sometimes you gotta do those things too. Yeah, and off like what Trevor was saying. I actually, <laughs> my wife propositioned me to move into the bigger room. Oh, but I'm looking around like, oh man, I don't want to. Do I don't. <laughs> that room, Just... that room is a is a full room, a fully furnished room. Yeah, and it's next door, so it's like how. I don't, the logistics yeah. of swapping these two rooms is too. Yeah, much. it's a lot. Of, it's gonna be a lot of work. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. Trying yeah. to get realize to clear, how much exercise clear. it is. Yeah, you got to clear out one room to fill up the other one. Is <sighs> oh, I know. It's it doesn't matter if you're moving from one country to another or one room to another. <laughs> it's still a pain in the ass. I feel you. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't speak on. I can't speak on that Coley guy. Like, no, yeah, yeah, that's that's just. That's no. That's that's a difficult task to do. If you tell me uh, to yeah. cut from two hundred to forty, I don't know if I could do that. I'd be there. You know, I'd be there all year trying to figure it out. Still, let's talk about your podcast because you also have a podcast. You mentioned your podcast. You have a a partner that you do a podcast with as well. So who's, um, who's crazy? <laughs> yeah, who's crazy? He's a uh, 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 and sorry, like forgive me. Uh, I I just started listening to a few of your episodes now, but he's a uh, uh, a British lad, right? Right. TJ is shout out to TJ. Love kicks at Love Kicks Custom. Yeah, at Love Kicks uh, Custom, um, right? Everywhere he at, but that's the bro, man. TJ was born in Africa. Actually, his you know, his his father was born in Africa. Also, I just recently learned that about him. Uh, even though we do business together, but um. He's from Africa, but obviously he's Indian. And mm-hmm. obviously when he started talking, he's British. Yeah, right. So, yeah, he's a, he's a very, 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 very interesting guy. I love him to death. And we are the podcast, which is why we started up, if that makes yeah. sense. No, yeah, it's it's almost kind of like what happened with us as well, is that, you know, we kind of just talk... You know how we were talking earlier, you know, we started talking about what cats, we were talking about cats, we were talking about, you know, just random shit. And then, you know, we we all like sneakers and that sort of thing. And we talked about podcasts long before we actually started doing the podcast. And it was yeah. one of those things where we were like, we could just record this and that would be an episode kind of thing, right? But how did you guys meet? Like, where did you guys connect? Okay. I want to say I purposely left out this shoe from previous conversations, but I'm not that good. I could have took credit for it though, but I'm an honest guy. Pay fifty four Jordan five. Yeah, from a few years back, right? Like I said, I'm a five guy. So I saw that shoe and I said, "Holy shit!" Full stop. All uh, power diverted to the K fifty four Jordan five. It's not coming out in the U S. How in the fuck am I gonna get this shoe? Mm-hmm. Yes, right. I know a guy by the name of Mr. V. Shout out to Mr. V. He changed his Instagram name to the collector of sneakers. Mr. V at the time, just during the pandemic, of course, he was doing lives. And I had saw TJ on Mr. V's live. So I followed him based on, you know, liking the conversation that they were having. It didn't dawn on me at the time, but later on, 
this fire finna come out. So I hit Mr. V. I said, hey, bro, don't you know some people overseas? Yeah, I know these couple guys. So uh, the one guy I, ain't, I would never mention. Fuck him. But TJ <laughs> was the other guy. Yeah. So, um, you know, I reached out to TJ. And this is what he does for people. TJ has a group of friends. And he is the resident sneaker guy. He is the best at acquiring. He is the most knowledgeable in his group. Guess who else? I am. I'm my job's sneaker guy. When somebody want to know something about sneakers, ask Q. Right. The word is going around. Q can help you get sneakers. Every time something come out that somebody want, whether I want it or not, they on my hip about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. bro, I buy sneakers for me. I'm not a reseller. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I'm knowledgeable. I do YouTube videos. I do mm -hmm. reviews. Yeah. I know people. Sure. Am I the plug? No. To them, I'm the plug. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody that somebody's not that in tune with the community is yeah. gonna look to somebody who's knowledgeable, assuming that they're also the plug, right? So you're the go-to guy, right? Which makes sense. I mean, a, a lot of people that we know or the people that we work with as well, like I'm that that sneaker guy at work. People will ask me, Oh, my son's looking for the sneaker. Do you know where to get it? Do you know how I can get it? Do you know how much right, it costs? Right. All that stuff. Like you're supposed to know everything about it. So I get that part of it, right? Yeah. But they're coming to you as if you'll be able to get whatever they ask for. Exactly. Right. The crazy stuff I can't even get my hands on. They yeah. Want they <laughs> yeah. want me to get for them. And I, yeah. it got to the point where, uh, I know this this uh, off from the conversation, but it got to the point where I had to tell people, bro, if I want it as bad as you want it, guess what your odds are getting it? Yeah. yeah. I, you better hope I can get two. Because mm -hmm. if I get one, it's size 11 for me. Right. And you're not going to be willing to pay the price that I'm going to give you. Because I'm going to overcharge you so much that it's going to be unreasonable for you to want to get it from me at that point. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not trying to sell it. It's mine. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, especially if I do it on foot, it's over with. So <laughs> TJ and I had these things in common. You know, we started having conversations. I did a couple of lives with him because he was already hosting lives with uh, Straight to the Toe. Shout out to Cam. Shout out to You Got Soul. Shout out to uh, Alex. And um, eventually, he and I had so much conversation that it only made sense. I had been asked to do a podcast before. My wife and my sister were urging me to do podcasts, other people around me. I enjoy podcasts. And uh, it was a natural progression from rapping. I already got a studio set up in my house. Mm -hmm. Right. I got a camera because I do YouTube videos. Wait a minute. I got everything I need to do a video podcast, and I ain't even and try to <laughs> what the hell? yeah yeah me and tj sit on the phone literally for two hours talking about all the latest sneaker stories this is our conversation weekly sometimes two three times a week we on the phone for two three hours talking about sneakers and everything that's going on with it what we like what we don't like what's going on what you think about this and that and blah 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 bro let's do a podcast guess what I know how to make videos. You got a YouTube channel. You know how to make videos. You host an Instagram show. Let's come on, bro. Let's do it. He thought I was playing. And it was a joke. Shout out to E. We was on live one day and uh, he copped the OG lowest shatter backboard, Jordan ones. Super hard to get at the time, right? He copped. I took the L and I was joking with him. I called him a shoe dog. I said, You a dirty shoe dog. You know, because of the book, the, the Phil Knight book. Yeah, the right? Phil Knight book. Yeah, yeah. 
And it was it became a running joke for a while until I realized like, oh shit, I'm calling him a shoe dog. I'm a shoe dog too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hence, yeah. And that's yeah. where the name that's where the name of your podcast came. Yeah, Shoe Dog Podcast. Shoe so. Dog Podcast. I was wondering that actually when I when I came across your podcast, I was wondering what is the meaning behind that. But there it is, right? Shoe Dog Podcast was a it was just a running joke between you guys. We are no, we are, bro. We are we are all shoe dogs. That was the point of him even naming the book that. That's what we do. That's what people know us as. You know, this past week I had three people that I don't talk to or deal with on a regular basis come to me about sneakers. The Adidas Corn Collab, mm -hmm. Red Cement 4, and Lightning 4. People come asking me about, and you know, we know. Like at this point, you you're dealing with the aftermarket, right? But oh, these yeah. people coming to me like, can you get me these? <laughs> I can I can tell you where to get them from. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't got I ain't got nothing in my basement. <laughs> you know what I'm I don't know what I don't know what y'all want me to say. So your podcast and like what okay, so for those that haven't listened to your podcast before, what is that format like? Like what how does how does the conversation go with you and you and uh with TJ? Well, the thing about us is we just love the culture so much that we can spew it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, but uh, I mean, like, do you guys do you guys come up with topics? Uh, do you guys have guests? You yeah, know, yeah, 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 no, no, we do guests. We just recently started about having guests after maybe a few months. You know, I had some stuff going on um, personally, so we kept the podcast to ourselves for a while, mm -hmm. and uh, along with making some changes behind the scenes, you know, some programming decisions and chemistry decisions and timing and. and just a lot of pre-production stuff that me and him was working out, you know, on the back end. Me being the visually creative person, the more visually creative person of the two of us, I think I, I say that respectfully. I was focusing more about, you know, what it looked like. Get Making sure our YouTube videos look as good as they should. And TJ was handling the audio side, you know, making sure all the episodes going up on the audio platforms and stuff. And um, we came up with the, the format that we got right now. We do topics. The whole show, we're doing topics, pretty much news and um, critiques. And we made predictions. Um, I like to say I predicted the I'm on my year five. Mm, okay. <laughs> because I said it on the podcast. I said we were talking about I'm on my year. And I said, what if they do a five? Like, a week or two before we saw it for the first time. So um, I know it wasn't me, but I like to take credit for it. But, um, you know, we we have guests and we just like to have fun, bro. We we cracking jokes. We do sneaker court where we pretty much dress up and uh, play judge and executioner <laughs> <laughs> as TJ likes, likes to do it. So we sit, bro, TJ is, is him. It's really him. When I had the idea to do a podcast and people was urging me to do it and I decided to do it with him and I asked him about it, it was because of his enthusiasm. Ain't nobody in the sneaker space like this dude, bro. I'm telling you. Oh, bro. I was going to say, yeah, he's a very animated it's character. It's real. Yeah. It's not, bro, I can call him on the phone right now. He's going to be, what's up, bro? Yeah, yeah. That's him for real. Yeah. All the damn time. I can't understand is he supposed to be on medication or what? Like this dude is high. He's super energetic all the time. He always got ideas. He always trying to, um, he encouraged me to death. 
you can't tell TJ about an idea that's not a complete thought. Because mm-hmm. as soon as you tell him about it, he's going to be waiting on you to do it. And he's going to tell you every time he talks to you, he's waiting on you to do it and how dope it's going to be. Your idea. He's telling you how dope your idea is going to be before you even start creating it. You know what I'm saying? Like He's just overly optimistic and happy and helpful all the damn time, bro. Yeah. And, that's well, I mean, it seems to work, right? Like, I'm, like I, I see the dynamic. I see when the you know the way that you guys talk with each other, and you know, like you said, the way that his character is—not even just character—that's the way that he is, right? Yeah, yeah. Just the way that he talks. It just it works so well. It's almost like the way that we are. We have different sort of personalities, and those two personalities seem to work so well with you guys. But you know, how did that make your content evolve? So, like from how you first started to how it is now, and just utilizing those differences of personality to create your content and, you know, talk about what you guys talk about. We're a team. Me and TJ move as a team outside of reviews. Most of the time when we do video is with each other. TJ does a lot more reviews than me because he buys way, way more sneakers than me. I become <laughs> a lot more selective over time. Yeah. Um, TJ, he still, oh my God, he's so damn passionate. By every damn shoe that come out, he just got to have it. He loves, oh my god! <laughs> but we got so much stuff we cooking, man. Logistics because we not close to each other. You know, he's in the UK. That's pretty much what our pod is built on. The fact that we are worlds apart. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying the UK sneaker culture is it's it's not necessarily the opposite of the US culture, but it's a microcosm of. The U.S. culture, like if I'm mm-hmm. using that word microcosm, right? I'm trying to be uh, smart. Yeah, I'm getting if I'm wrong. But um, <laughs> TJ is a big fish in a small pond. And I don't see nobody over there doing it like him. And I really don't see nobody over here doing it like him. So just having him with me on this journey is, is open my outlook on content creation because of the ideas that we come up with together and we trying to figure out how to execute them and make it look right and make it entertaining. That's pretty much where I'm at right now. I'm still going to do reviews. We're going to do our pod every week and we're trying to figure out how some of this other stuff going to look. Yeah. For those that listen to you guys regularly and without giving away too much, you know, what do you guys have in the works for your future podcast episodes? Do you have anything big that's coming up that we should be on the lookout for? Not necessarily for the pod. The, the or YouTube, pod. maybe? Yeah. Or why don't you tell us about your YouTube channel, too? Like, TJ's on there with you, too. Like, it's essentially... Um, well, we operate independently, but he drop on his channel and I drop on my channel. Okay. All right. Because we, we do realize that we have two different audiences because we are worlds apart. You know, the people mm-hmm. that subscribe to him don't necessarily subscribe to me and vice versa. I see. Yeah. So, okay. um, but we do we do dual content for that reason. Sometimes I do cameos on his channel. I don't necessarily do so much extra content because of my scheduling. I just mainly focus on the pod. So that's pretty much my main focus is trying to make sure the pod is as good as it can be. All the other stuff, like we got skits and, and um, you know, reels and jokes and just jokes. Yeah, yeah. That's all we that's all we're here for. We here we're here for jokes. We're here to make fun of, you know, the sneaker stereotypes and like we we call the uh black air force ones, the goon force ones. The green. You know, <laughs> okay, yeah. I got a piece of content um, you know, coming for stuff. You know, the little commercial I don't know if y'all seen the commercials, smell like your ale stuff. You know, that's me and TJ. Okay. That's 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 us brainstorming, that's us 
potting and some of the stuff that we say we actually turn into content. You know what I'm saying? The comrade, yeah. we I, I say Kanye West is the real life boy rat. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. And TJ immediately said uh-huh. Conrad Boyer. <laughs> so we made a character, Conrad Boyer. I went and, and did the artwork for it and gave it to TJ and he made a reel out of it and we got some uh some flash stuff that we can do on the uh uh, the podcast with you know sounds and video and yeah. shit. So we just but that's how your ideas. That's, that's how that's how your your content is is birthed, right? Like it comes up with a crazy idea. Yeah, it starts with a crazy TJ, idea and you bring it to life. I say something and he run with it. He say something, I run with it. And that's how we work, bro. And I, yeah, no, I, I love it and I hate it because it be ideas on top of ideas and it don't always work out and it don't always happen, but. It's always in the tub. The ideas so. are always there for sure. No, but I love that dynamic. And you guys are, you guys are what, like 90, I don't even, I don't. 90, don't 91. 91 no. now? Yeah, yeah, 91. 91 just dropped yesterday. Yeah, so that's dope. We'll definitely look forward to, to more of that stuff, you know, in the, uh, in the future. Uh, especially, you know, it's, it's nice to see you know, you guys connect, especially because we've had guys on from the UK before too. And, and you're right. Like it's a different world out there, not in like a negative way, not in like in some kind of a weird bizarro type of way or whatever, but it's just their tastes are different from our tastes, right? The way that they cop is different from the way that we cop, you know, just their, their, their community and culture is slightly different from the way that we do things here too. So I get what you mean, but again, at the same time, it kind of works because you get to see two different sides of what that sneaker space is and, you know, opens your eyes to different things as well. So, I mean, we had guys from the double up podcast and they are out in the UK and they're a lot into like trainers and runners and, and mm-hmm. those types of silhouettes, Adidas, Diodora, you know, brands, not necessarily Nike and Jordan. Like you would go to the UK you'll see a lot of those Jordans and some of those Nikes will be sitting unless they're like runners, like Air Maxes or, or even like TNs or things like that. But yeah. basketball shoes, things like that, those don't necessarily fly they don't even, off the shelves. They don't even get them. They, they exactly. Don't, they don't yeah, even they, get them there. So they're kind of like we were 15 years ago, which in kind of a sad way, a few of the guys I talked to from the UK, a lot of them now are in China, whatever. They kind of don't mind buying reps for SBs and Jordans because they just really don't get them. So it's just mm-hmm. mindset's a little different. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. So and like Holly said, yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, the, 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 the community is just different, right? So their tastes are different. Their community is different, but it just brings those two worlds together, which is what I find very intriguing about your podcast, what you guys do, what you guys talk about, even like, it's not always like your reviews can, you aren't always necessarily the same either. Like your takes on certain things aren't always the same, but that's, what's great because you get those opinions in the same podcast. I like arguing to tell you the truth, especially with TJ, because he, he sets me up. I, he does it on purpose. I know he do. <laughs> I know he do. It, because he knows I'll go off at any moment with him because, you know, we got that relationship. Yeah. He'll say something that he knows is some bullshit to me. And, He's pushing your buttons, essentially. And he'll keep doing it. He'll keep on doing it. And that thing, you know, I'm, I'm mad. Like, I'm I'm for real mad. Like, bro, ain't no way in the hell you believe that. But then once we get off the podcast, he... You just play. 
Like, bro, come on, man. Yeah. Stop. 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 Yeah. It's cool, though. I love it. I love yeah. it. No, it's great to see what you guys are doing. It's great to see how far you've come with the podcast too. So continued success with that. But I mean, getting back to sneakers though, and 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 I guess more of your opinions, because I know you like to do reviews and you're a very opinionated guy as well. Let's talk a little bit about what has come out in this year and maybe what's to come for next year. Cause you know, you're a fives guy. I know you've seen the Elmo and you're fives. You know, like, do you like to see, you know, new models, right? Like you know, we talked about like Vapor Maxes. We talked about, you know, the Scorpions and things like that. Like, do you like to see Nike and Jordan do new stuff like that? Or do you prefer them to do more retros or new colorways on previous models or retros of maybe like classics and grails? You talked about Deion Sanders. Like, what would you like to see Nike and Jordan do more of for the rest of 2023 and maybe going on to 2023, sorry, 2024 going forward? I feel like I want to see some of everything if Nike. Not so much Jordan, though. And I think that's pretty much the consensus. We don't, for the most part, care about Jordan GRs. Yeah. We buy Nike GRs, though. Nike GRs are everywhere. You can't go too many places and not see a a 270 or Air Max 1 or what's the the takedown of the uh, Air Max 90? Air Air Max uh, SC or something like that? The LTD? Um, or all of it. They have a couple. You know, you see it with Adidas too. You don't see uh just whatever Jordan's Jordan brand whatever sneaker every day. You see the Nike whatevers and the Adidas whatevers and New Balance whatevers. So I want to see Jordan brand just stick to what they're good at and stop trying to give us fusions. <laughs> stop. Right. Stop trying to make Air Max. Jordan, like Deltas, the Deltas was cool stuff, like basketball stuff. Yeah, stick, stick to that stuff, bro. Don't don't be quiet before I say too much. I'm biased. <laughs> I hate to do that, man, but that's just how I feel, bro. Yeah, I, no, that's. Fair. I want all the old Nikes. Give me old Nikes. Give us old Jordans. I don't want no new Jordans. Yeah, when no. when Nike come up with new stuff, y'all seen the new Air Max they they coming with, right? For, I seen it, uh, yes, just recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know how I feel about that. I don't. Know I don't either. But yeah. okay, is Nike doing Nike stuff? Yeah, they gonna do something different with the bubble every time. We know. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing different with the retros. We don't like that. We don't like the true flights and the yeah. Hell. You know what I mean? Like I know what you yeah. mean. I know exactly be, what you mean. Be happy. We love Spizites, bro. Give us. They bring the Spizites back. Give us the Spizites. Yeah. You know, they're bringing it back in a low, though, right? I think they're bringing it back in a low. Yeah. It's like low, right? Yeah. You know, six, six rings, you know, I ain't got no problem with six rings because I don't know about y'all, but in Atlanta, when six rings came out, people was wearing six rings. I don't want to hear this bullshit from older sneaker people. Like nah, six, the six, six, nah, six rings was popping. Six rings was it. Especially the Olympics, the six rings? Yep, the Olympics, the Concord, the and the Breads. Yes. Crack. If people were saying they were rocking it, they fucking lying. Fusions too. Y'all was wearing fusions. I seen y'all. I know a few dudes who's rocking those. Yeah, sir. So yeah, man. I don't care. I don't care what Nike do. The biggest boys wear brand in the world. They gonna do what they supposed to do. They gonna make these these goofy looking innovation ISPA and ACG and everything that that Nike encompasses. They gonna do that shit. Whether we like it or not, we know they gonna do it. So yeah. let them do it. Like I said, I bought the Evo. You know, Vapor Max. The Vapor um, Max, yeah. I remember those I two. I want, you know what I want? 
that didn't come out in the U.S. I don't think it came out just on this side, period. Tinker designed the Nike Zoom Court Dragon. Mm, I can't even say that I know what that yeah. shoe is. I exactly. think that was a EU release. Yeah. I'll have to look you can, that it's up. It's on eBay. It was uh, like a white. Zoom Court Dragon? Zoom it looks kind of like a LeBron soldier almost. No, it kind of like an air raid. Yeah, with the straps, more like an air raid, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm looking at the oh, bottom. Oh, yes, okay. No, I, I can't say I've ever seen this before, but I've just Googled it, and I can see. No, they got the straps like an air raid, but it has like. I want that. Bottom like a LeBron or like a, just like a ball shoe or something, I guess. Yeah. It's a tennis shoe. Yeah, it's a tennis shoe. Zoom court, for sure, yep. is tennis shoe. Oh, I've yep. never seen these before. I want that. Why they didn't give us? Why didn't? Why they didn't come out over here? And they ain't expensive. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and get them eventually. But yeah, there's there's quite a few colorway, or at least three or four I from see, what I can see. I saw the white. I only seen the white multicolor and the black and red. There's one with like multicolored straps. There's one that's like all white with orange. The, the yeah, multicolor, I believe, is the multicolored bottom. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then this and then the black one that you're talking about. So there's three of them. Yeah. The white one is crazy. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting looking sneaker. I don't think I've I've never heard of it. I've never seen it before until now. But you see how is is nineties ish? Yes, no, it has it definitely has cues from nineties. It's like, like air, air raid. Yeah. yeah. And then you yeah. see like kind of it's like a also a Kyrie. Kyrie so, uh, looking, yeah. 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 I like never that, seen I've never heard of that before. So interesting, long, yeah. As long as they sneak in that type of stuff. And the, the court bro, I went down to uh, Nike Court rabbit hole one day on the Nike app. Mm-hmm. Some of them Nike court shoes look like Kobe's, bro. What is this the Nike? The one is it the one you got, Rich? Who pulled? One of y'all pulled up a, a, a Nike court shoe. Who was that? No, I mean, which one? Which one? It could have been probably Rich. Put up a, one of y'all. Pulled, which one? Put up a Nike court sneaker uh, a little while ago, right? Which I think which one that is. It's the Zoom Court Three. Might have been me. Zoom Court Three Elite. I think is is that it looked like a Kobe, bro. Like a Kobe. Court sneaker, I wanted that. It's no, it was a white. It was a white colorway with a blue swoosh and a gum bottom. It looked like a, a Kobe four almost. Yeah, no, those court sneakers definitely have Kobe vibes to them. But you're right. I think just like going forward, you know, with Nike especially, they're kind of in a tough spot because we have enthusiasts and sneaker collectors like us that like the old stuff, right? But we also like new stuff too, right? Don't get don't get me wrong. We I, I do appreciate some of the new stuff. But it always has to have some sort of cues from the old stuff, too, to make me kind of want to like it, right? But the new stuff, there's lots of people out there that would fuck with the Scorpions. There's lots of people out there who fuck with Vapor Maxes. The, that new sneaker that's coming out that – I forget what it's called. I don't even remember what it's called. The new, the Air Max for 2024 or whatever. So they're kind of in a tough spot because they're always being asked to push that innovation envelope. But at the same time, when it comes out, people are like, oh, why don't you give us the, the old shit, right? So – they're kind of like, you know, in this middle ground situation where how do we satisfy both sides, right? But I think you're right. I think at least for a lot of collectors in our generation, we'd like to see some of the new stuff, but has to have cues from the old stuff, you know, just to to sort of catch our eye almost, right? Even if it's not not even just design cues, but even just colorway cues too. Um, I think Rich mentioned this in a previous episode where when LeBron did that did whatever that model was, but he did like colorway cues from like the 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 Air Max ninety five neon, you know, a Dion and like all these other, you know, I think it was the sixteens. Yeah, that, whichever whichever the yeah. problem was, but yeah, like things like that will definitely catch your eye. So it's nice to see that Nike's doing new things, whether it's with colorways or you know 
mashing up different models with colorways. Uh, the new with the old, I think that's always done really well too. But yeah, I just wanted to hear your take on stuff that you'd like to see going forward. But in terms of your podcast and YouTube as well, what advice or what are some of the things that you'd like to uh, say to those aspiring podcasters or YouTubers out there that you know are looking to create content or become YouTubers themselves or, or start a podcast of their own? You got to love it because the grind don't love you. <laughs> it's true. The grind don't care what time you got to go to work. The grind don't care about what your wife going to say. The, the grind don't care about the sleep you're missing to be able to get shit done. Mm-hmm. It never does, and it never will. So you got to keep that in mind. Whatever you're doing, just be doing it. Don't, don't think about it too long. I thought about podding like a year before I started. I don't know where I would have been, but uh, I'll be further along in the process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, right. And I, I can say that for a lot of things. Just don't hesitate. If you want to do it, just try to do it. Start doing it. Mm-hmm. And it'll figure itself out and put in the work, put in the research. I watch podcasts for entertainment and research purposes. You know what I'm saying? Not that I'm looking to emulate anything, but it's an art form. Just like rapping. You know what I'm saying? I started rapping because I love rap music. And for a while, it was all emulation. You know, I'm a rap. I love, I love this song, so I want to make a song like that. I like this artist, so I want to rap like this artist until you come into your own with it. And I feel like in a lot of cases, when you're dealing with uh, being creative, that's what it is for a lot of people. So you got to put the work in, man, and, mm-hmm. and treat it. Bro, I don't care what you're making or if you're making anything. You got to put the work in. Ain't no well, excuses. Ain't no excuses for not putting in the work at something that you that you try to present, because it's gonna look how it look. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna say it's gonna sound how it sound, and that's on you. You're gonna have to hear from whoever you're trying to reach with it, and most of the time it's gonna be your people first because your people support you. And oh man, listen, my wife don't cut no corners, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it as I'm trying to make it look as good as I can at all times. So that's that's the motivation for me. So I, you know, that's what I try to tell people. Just just put in put in what you want to get from it. But, no, very well said. I think you know you first mentioned you know you got to love it, right? And I think that goes with everything that you've done, or you know at least what we've heard from everything that you've done, right? Like when you were in music, you put everything that you had into music. You loved music. You were aspiring musician, artist, whatever the case was. You know, sleeping in the studio. Sleeping in the studio. When you were into sports, you did the same thing, but you loved it. I think that was the bottom line. Everything that you did, you had a passion for it and you loved it. You put in the work and what you get out of it is what you put into it. So very well said. And I think there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they're young. They don't know what they want to do. Within your means now. Yeah, of course. Of course, within your, yeah. yeah. Don't miss no meals. Yeah. (laughs) That was a mistake I made being young. Don't miss no meals now. Make sure you you take care of your responsibilities now. For sure. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we see a lot of young kids out there now in the sneaker space specifically, you know, whether they want to open up their own shop, they want to do podcasts, they want to do YouTube, they want to whatever it is in that space. And they're not putting in the time, they're not putting the work, maybe they don't love it as much as they think they do. So I think these are all just, you know, underlying factors that, you know, we need to just consider before we start any of that stuff is that make sure that your heart is there too. So 
thank you for uh, putting that out there for that younger generation. But uh, listen, Q, man, it's it's been awesome to have you on. I love the stories. Uh, again, you know, we're the same generation. So when you talk about, you know, the things that you grew up on, you know, a lot of those things, it definitely br- brings back a lot of memories. And, you know, it's nice to hear that outside of Canada, you know, at least where we're from, those same sort of sentiments, those same sort of uh, situations, they were all sort of happening too with you. But also love what you're doing with TJ as well. So shout out to TJ. I know he's not here right now, but I know you're repping for the Shoe Dog podcast and the two of you guys. So uh, shout out to you guys for what you do. And and I just love hearing the banter that you guys have, man, because honestly, it's just, it's refreshing to hear something where it's just, you know, very organic, just the way you guys talk. So keep that up too, man. I appreciate it, man. I'm laughing just thinking about it. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I do look forward to having each and every one of y'all, if possible, on the pod. Our, oh, absolutely. Our, our part is um, video and audio. We on all <laughs> platforms on audio, YouTube for the video. Mm-hmm. But um, I enjoyed this, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. It's been an honor. I appreciate meeting all y'all. I see y'all. Y'all got y'all crazy co-hosts intact. I, I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like I might want to have him on the pod first. <laughs> Kali's like our TJ, right? Kali's our TJ. Kali, Kali is the Kali's a fan favorite. I always say that, man. Like, yeah. like everyone loves Kali. Yeah, he knows. Very a, he knowledgeable, knows a lot though. Of info. Yeah, that's yeah, one a lot of insight, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate. Nah, I appreciate you. I told I told Rich uh, when we met on on Miller's show, the grassroots man is is where it's at for me. You know. I said, I try to, coming into the game, and I say coming into the game respectfully, right, because I didn't have a collection. I wasn't as knowledgeable. And I st- I'm still learning, you know. It's so much, bro, and I can only go so far back. I trip off how some people remember every damn thing from so many years of being in the trenches, sneakerhead. But uh, since I've been in the trenches, man, I met a bunch of cool people. And uh, cool experiences, had some crazy experiences, spent a lot of goddamn money, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm spending some more. And, That's uh, it for sure. I'm, I'm rocking with y'all though. Whenever yeah, I got a new listener for sure. Yeah, <laughs> whenever you, whenever you're ready for us, you let us know, man. Yeah. We're, we'd yeah, be man. happy to jump on with you. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I think those people that remember everything, I don't think those people smoke weed because <laughs> you know, sometimes. <laughs> Of course, right? All right. Yeah, Q, we appreciate you jumping on, man. Let's go into shout-outs. Anyone have any? I'll kick it off. Shout-out to the homie JR, man. Today's his birthday. Actually invited me out. He's doing a dinner, but fortunately, I couldn't make it. But yeah, I, it'll be after the B-Day, but just giving the homie a shout-out. And then Q, of course, I always shout-out the guests. Kind of my thing. Appreciate you, man. Like I said, we did the live with Miller, and we spoke, like I said, about hopping on, you know, me jumping on your joint, you coming on this. So, you know, I extended the invite and, you know, he was like, say less. So I appreciate you. Great conversations. And it's always, like I said, it's, it's always fun for us to get people's journeys, you know, especially you being out in Atlanta. It's just cool to kind of see what the vibe was out there. So I think that's the beautiful thing about this pod is just being able to, you know, tap in with everybody from all different walks of life, upbringings, things like that. So appreciate you, man. So kind of gave us a little glimpse into ATL and what it was, you know, coming up out there. So like the guy said, man, let us know when you're ready. And we're we're down to you know hop on your joint and chop it up with you guys. So I appreciate you, man. I just got a quick shout out. I just want to shout out the homie Juan. 
holding me down on these t-shirts. He, he didn't have to do that. He sent me some some shirts. I know I know I didn't get to see you Juan, so definitely missed you more than anything that happened uh <laughs> you know on that day. But thank you for sending that to me, man. I appreciate that. But then also just another quick shout out to VC Vince Carter. I know that's cute. That's your man. He was the man here in Toronto. <laughs> Little bit and of jersey. a and jersey too, right? There you yeah. go. So the connection is there. And jersey too. Um, that was a little soft spot for us, you know, when he left to go to New Jersey, where there was a little bit of hate for him. But a no, little. Vince V. Yeah, <laughs> I say, I say. And that. I wasn't I mad. He, he came. He came home, man. I wasn't <laughs> mad at all, man. I wasn't mad when he went to Jersey. I was. I actually got his jersey. Set a cut, UK. I got his jersey in my office. Actually, I'll take a picture of that. The yeah, yeah. New Jersey jersey up yeah, in the, I mean, up in the office. He might be the reason they don't have a team anymore, but. Exactly. So he put he put Toronto on the map in terms of uh, uh, basketball. I remember going to games specifically. I didn't care if they won or lo- win or lose. I went to Raptors games just to watch the highlights in person. You know what I mean? So uh, okay. shout out to VC. You know, definitely was a huge, huge influence. Uh, you know, in in our Toronto basketball scene here, and in as much Canada. as. Uh, Canada, 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 Canada like, right. The, Canada, the, the sure. surge of basketball players you see coming out of Canada today is all thanks to Vince Carter. All yeah. of them will tell you, no matter who it is, whether it's Tristan Thompson, Shea Gildress-Alexander, Kelly Olynyk, all of those guys will tell you, I started playing basketball because of Vince Carter. Yeah. So shout out to VC because I know we loved him dearly here. Uh, again, we had a little bit of falling out. We forgave him eventually. But uh, yeah, VC was the man here in Toronto. Right, sir. Um, I guess I gotta do a shout out. Um, a shout out to all the people that DM'd me. Uh, I made a post on Sunday, I believe it was, saying, "Yep, today I'm starting Quinn Cannabis." Y'all think I'm quitting heroin or something? You're all like, "Oh, you can do it. This is good for your health. You'll be better than a lot, bro." It's weed. Like, it's not really not that hard. It's just annoying. But it's so enjoyable. Kali yeah, was Kali like, was uh, triggered. I have not had violent diarrhea, convulsions, vomiting. I'm not needing a fix like i just yeah i'm good guys don't worry it's really not that hard it's just really annoying especially when you work retail and you got to work deal with these fucking idiots uncivilized people that's what i'm gonna say <laughs> Kali. Kali, hang in there Kali. yeah hang in there buddy yeah <laughs> no shout out for me this week i'll just yeah shout out to vince man q any shout outs they don't you? forget yeah, man. Um, shout out my partner, TJ, man, my brother. Shout out to everybody that cannot ask me to help them get I'm on my year five. <laughs> Which one, no the help. blue and the black or both? Either. Just either. Okay. send them that Alibaba link. There is no help. Ain't no, I can't never help nobody get nothing from I'm on my year, ever. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the nerve of them. Off limits is off Unless they're released to Amam and your Crocs, then everyone can have those. Oh, uh, here too. we go. He's going to get those too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, I, think I think that's everyone. Juan, did you have a shout out? No. Proud of you, Kali. You can do it. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yo, I'm gonna do a story for you, Kali. <laughs> oh my Q. gosh! Yeah, Q man, we appreciate you jumping on, man. This was a lot of fun. It was it was uh, great to have you on the pod and, and get to hear your history. So really appreciate it, man. 
All right. As always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? You can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K. Man. Collie, where can they find you? Not at the fucking dispensary, that's for sure. Um, but on IG at the Collywood Life, that's that's a good place to look. Or uh, follow all those links. Go to my YouTube because those videos are coming soon. Juan, where can they find you? Instagram three two one. You can message me about traveling kicks, mainly Jordan ones, but everything's fair game. Rich, where can they find you? You can find me on IG Girl Status thirteen. And Q, where can they find you, and where can they find the podcast as well? 808 kicks underscore ATL on Instagram and the platform formerly known as Twitter, YouTube, <laughs> Shoot Dog Podcast. Everywhere Shoot Dog Podcast. Just Google it. You'll find it. <laughs> awesome. Q, man, as we said, appreciate you jumping on. It's a lot of fun. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We will see you all next week.